Hello everyone. Hello Sean. How are y'all doing today? Hey guys. Hey Chris. Welcome to this podcast. Does not have a name for June fifteenth, two thousand twenty-two. Well, Chris, why why don't you start us off and tell us uh, what have you been up to the last week? Yeah. Uh, yes, I've been. What have I been up to? Finish my Vegeta armor, like the first season armor. Uh, oh, that's first season Cell Saga armor. Yeah, did I saw another that on, uh, Twitter. I did Sorry. another version of it, and I'm not entirely happy with it. Just, I went back and redid a few little pieces again, just to tweak things up. But uh, and I know where where or what I will change, what I do differently for the next armor I do. But there's still some issues with it. Yeah, you know, uh, I saw you said the same thing on Twitter, and the first thing I noticed, correct me if I'm wrong, was that the pecs weren't as prominent as you would have liked. They're pretty, like, tiny. Yeah, they're very flat-looking. Uh, the armors like DBZ were very, like, that Vegeta wears are very, not bulky, but a little bit bulkier and have a lot more detail and depth to them, I would say, as opposed to the super armor. And this looks like the super armor, like the chest at least part, like the pecs looks very flat. And I dislike that a lot myself, but I, I know where I will change things when I, when I redo the new armor. Because I know more likely where it's, why it looks specifically like that or, or how to change it. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, but I like it. I'm going to end up re- or, since I've got this one finished, I'll end up going on to the next arcs armor. I don't know which one I'll do next. I'll do like Frieza Saga, or maybe I'll try the Dragon Ball Super Armor. One of those ones. That one will have a lot more work put into it because the armor is a lot different. Like it's a lot tighter on the collar and on the arms and that. So it's definitely different shaped. So. I can't I like just it. copy and paste like, my old stuff almost. I like it with the uh, Lee signature or his sign. Yeah, I don't. I don't like you the don't? super stuff. <laughs> super itself is kind of meh. It's not, to me, in general for the anime, it's not as bad as GT. But it's not as good as Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z we don't, to me. We don't discuss GT around these parts. Uh, <laughs> well, GT is not that bad. It is bad, but it's not that bad. <laughs> it's a... Um, and I did watch the Kids in the Hall. I watched the first two episodes of me. Their new uh, sitcom, not sitcom, I guess show. comedy, whatever you call it, sketch comedy show on Amazon. So, yeah, that's that's one more than myself. I only watched the first one so far. I know there's only eight episodes, but uh, what did you think about the new season so far? I like it. It's just Kids in the Hall again. <laughs> that's that's about it. It's just them, though. At least the last. The first two episodes, a lot of jokes of them making fun of their age and how old they are and out of touch and trying to deal with that. But mm -hmm. it's good. And yeah, that one skit, I guess uh, you you mentioned where they are just naked. Like, okay. yeah, okay. The, there's there's two penises there on the screen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was just like, okay, yeah, that's the type of comedy they would do, though, if they could get away with it. <laughs> 
it's funny because uh, they keep making fun of Amazon, even though Amazon's the one who's hosting them. It's like it's in it's an exclusive Amazon show. Yeah, but they're still they're still like making fun of Amazon. Like, <laughs> like Mark, are you telling me there's something worse than that? Yes, Amazon. You know, kind of like stuff like that. You know, so it's kind of like yeah, oh, man, the, the first they're, champ they're, was they're Amazon. not afraid to push. They're not <laughs> afraid to push the Amazon buttons on that. So uh, that, that's funny to see. Well, yeah, it's. It's just more kids in the hall, really. It's the way I see it. I, if they're right Nate or if they get a different team right Nate, they seem to know what they're doing. So, yeah, I'll stick it out for the rest of the uh, rest of the season, and just watch that watch that here and there. I haven't started the boys yet. I'm going to start that probably after kids in the hall, or if I don't want to watch a comedy, but I will uh... watch the boys. So. Season four last week really fucking good. I can't wait for season five on Friday or season five, episode Jeez, five. Season five already. I know. I mean, they got renewed for two more seasons. Haven't you heard? That was joke. Good. I was gonna say, are you joking? Because I did not hear <laughs> <Yes>. this. <laughs> yeah, but uh, eight episodes in the season, as it always is for the series. And man, have they which, been good? Right? Oh, for the boys. For the boys, yeah. Uh, been really good so far. Um, every week they pretty much end on a cliffhanger i want to see what happens i can't wait for next week so they've been hour-long episodes almost so far so yeah but go ahead uh yeah it's been good what else i've been doing uh i installed the amazon oh, not amazon that was already amazon app i already have on my phone the uh, ebay app i've been trying to track down some some games and then find out all the games i want are now like a hundred dollars or more, not including like the twenty dollars shipping most places ask for. <laughs> it sucks. So I'm um, hoping I can like out here and there and get a bid in, uh, and no one else bids on the stuff I want, and I could get it for cheaper. <laughs> once in a while, when I want a, to a specific game, there's just one I target at a time. But there's some settings in Amazon where like you type in on the search bar what you want, and then. It's like save my results and, and email me if there's any new hits. I, I do that mm. for like the rare stuff, not like stuff you see every day, but stuff you see maybe like once a month. And then that way you'll get emailed, oh hey, this this auction, this listing got created. Yeah. And then uh there's been situations where like the buy it now button for me has been like below the price I was gonna pay for it anyways. I'm like, uh Yeah, like, like you get <laughs> you get used to seeing or you know like this is roughly about what it usually goes for. Well, this is like twenty dollars cheaper well just get it now you yeah. know might as well a lot of people just want the money they don't you probably not you specifically but like if you've been after a product for long enough you kind of know what the prices are and mm -hmm. some people are just like find oh let me just sell this on, let me just sell this on ebay put it on there for whatever price didn't realize that whatever price is below the asking price because they just want the money now they don't want to search every single item they put up there mm -hmm. so they're willing to take the hit because they're too lazy so you just take advantage of that and uh you know if they don't know any better, then it's win-win because they didn't know what they lost out on. Yeah, I mean, some people just want to get it out so they don't care, right? You know what sucks? <laughs> I've been on, you know, trying to get um, Parasite Eve and there's oh, yeah. three discs in it. There's two for the game and one is a demo disc. A lot of copies of it that are out on eBay don't have the demo disc. Oof. Or, like, I've seen, like, $80. Yeah, okay, let's see what it has. It's the game manual part of the like part of the uh what do you call it the wrap like they that goes inside the plastic 
right? Only like half of it, and it's missing disc one, like, and the demo disc. I'm like, so it's one, it's half the game. <laughs> it's missing the demo disc, and half of the uh, inlay is uh, is mm -hmm. removed from the back. Why would I spend eighty dollars? Like, spend eighty dollars and get a complete version that's probably still sealed. <laughs> Yeah, like it's not that I, um, I'm opposed to spending eighty dollars on on this game or a hundred as it normally goes for, but I don't want to spend that. So if I get find it cheaper, then I'll get cheaper. And this game is hard to find, or some of these games are like hard to find or hard to find in good condition, right? Or in complete condition, and are also hard to find in the city I'm in. So whether or not I could find them at a good price. You know, it's hard already, so I have to go to eBay for some of the stuff. Su I'm surprised um, Edmonton doesn't have a good selection. At least it's hard to find it, in the city you're in. It depends on where you go, and people who are buying or who want the games are not going to sell them, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, it's back, like me. I'm not going to get rid of the games I've gotten a hold of. Screw that. <laughs> back in the PS1 days, um, I remember coming to Edmonton, actually, because I was... In Saskatchewan at the time, so we went to Edmonton because that's where some of my family is. Wait, Edmonton or Calgary? No, sorry, I'm thinking of Calgary. So the story might not be really as exciting to you anymore, Chris. But anyways, but we went to Calgary and I saw and there was like a I forget where we were specifically, but there was like a used game stores there, and I saw Lunar Silver Star Story complete for the PlayStation One Mint for only two hundred dollars. I was like, uh, yes, please. So. Everyone thought I was crazy. They're like, Sean, why are you spending $200 for a game? I didn't really feel the need to, like, oblige their... Op their like, I, I explained it very briefly, but I didn't really deep delve into it because I knew they wouldn't understand even mm. if I did. So, so, yeah, they thought I was a little stupid, but I'm like, man, this is amazing. I actually found this, like, Mint for $200 back in the day. I still haven't played it. And that's yeah. kind of... I mean, going back to what we were talking about last week about how uh, a, lot, a bunch of my... game, Well, all my game collection prior to the... Uh, Xbox 360 slash Wii slash PS3 era are sold in my mom's house, like half the country away. So at some point I need to get shipped. I, I want to do like a video where like I go through all of my old gems and like, oh, look what I have. I have this. This is how I got mm. this. But uh, I also would like to stream them. But like, I don't know. We still haven't discussed this. How do I stream games from like an N64 without modding it or like a PlayStation without modding it sort of thing? So don't the... that. I have to send you those links again. You'll have to look at them when or whenever it is that you want. You get your consoles to you, then we can talk about it. I know you may people will forget in that, but there's like retro tank and stuff like that. I mean, there's ways to okay. somehow do it. And if your Elgato is not acting a bit effy, yeah, I heard I'll you've had issues that. with that. <laughs> I'll talk about that once you're done. And uh, yeah, and I've been playing just a little bit more bravely default one for 3ds and i'm about to go to the second crystal and i've got feeling every crystal i i uh i guess cleanse awaken i guess is the proper phrase they use is i'm gonna get a bit more story for tiz my favorite character <laughs> i thought so, uh, ring a bell was your favorite character oh not well, ring a bell is what i meant not tiz i get them confused <laughs> i was gonna say I, yes, Ring of Bell is the one who's, at least this loop is getting a lot of story because of, he seems to be quite integral or maybe uh, as to giving you hints as to what is going on or is this, this are you, like, I don't think you're jumping back. It's not like a Back to the Future time loop. 
I don't think you're going back into the same time loop. You're going into multiple different timelines itself. Kind of like Dragon Ball. Where every time Trunks goes through time, it's a new time loop. Or two new... Uh, new uh, what do you call it? Not time loop. It's not a loop. Uh, timeline. Keep getting confused. So in this game, you're just going to a different dimension. And then you go kind of near the start of when the first game... Oh, sorry, the first loop happened. So there is a little bit of time travel, but it's like at most a couple of months or so, you know? So it's not it's not that big into the time travel. You're just like going into the, the new universe and kind of going back to like where the... Well, yeah, but it's started. You know, it's kind of like, this is a new universe, this is a new universe, you're here, and, and then you're here, and then like you jump back a little bit in time in the, in the, in the new, uh, new universe, and like it just like proceeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's... You're, you're, you're not back to the futuring it. You're not going into no. the same loop. And then... Uh, Once it, you're done, it, like when you're done, you're not gonna have like eight or nine uh, arrows yeah. pointing back to the same beginning. It's pointing down to the next layer and then down to the next yes. layer. So, but Once I wonder. Once you're done with the loop, you're done. Yeah, I wonder though because of the small, tiny little small changes have been happening. Like apparently, Tiz's brother is alive in loop three, and he wasn't in loop one and two. I mm -hmm. wonder what that's gonna entail if they ever bring it up again. Like, oh. I wonder. No, oh, I was gonna Sorry, say. I just. I just before I forget to tell you again, the vampire class is basically the blue mages. You know, yeah. There are certain loops where you can only get some spells, so you might want to look into that. That's all I'm gonna yeah, say. Yeah, thank you for telling me that. So it's like, oh, it's blue mage. I'm like, I'll do that when I'm getting to the end of the game. But thanks no, for don't. I'm gonna have to don't. then now look that up because I think if I, I think want I... to, because I may want to complete all these spells. We'll see how I feel about it. Now bullshit it is to get them so from memory you can wait until i think at the latest the fourth loop because if, if you wait and if you go to the fifth loop there you you give up some spells for the rest of the game i believe is how it works all right i'll uh i'll have to look into it beforehand but yeah uh i wonder because of ring a bell and his notebook how many loops have actually happened before we started the game because it wasn't until second Second, they were starting to get an inkling that something's going on. Third, they definitely know something's going on. But I wonder how many loops before that happened, before they started to finally realize, like before the game started up, before we realized something different's going on each loop, right? Because Tiz and and uh, Anya's, Anya's are definitely not that smart. And they, I don't think that they would have realized it. And that's why Ring of Bell started... I assume Ring a Bell started writing things down in his book. <laughs> so, because he was smart, or everyone in the group was like, we need to start making a journal as to what is going on. But the fragments are so, the passages are so fragmented, you don't, they don't know who was writing in them because they don't remember. And they're so fragmented, there's like, did I write this? This doesn't seem like my writing. I would have been more thorough with this, but that might be part of the right, part of what's going on with the time loops as well. Like certain pages in the note might not be passing through or something. I don't know. It's a very interesting game. I was disappointed when you told me I would have to do like six loops or so before I get the true ending of the game. There's eight. Or eight, yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't want to play through the game eight times. But you did tell me it gets quicker and quicker each loop. And it is. Like my characters are almost. are optional. I'm almost level 90, or, yeah, I'm almost level 90, so pretty soon I could just disregard all experience and just put it into job class stuff, 
Yeah, because I think there's an item for that, but whatever it is, it's going to get a lot faster as I start completing, 100%ing all the jobs. So, but yeah, that's pretty much been it. I can't wait to, to get through the rest of this game. <laughs> it's really, really good. I like the story a lot. So, <laughs> and uh, it's pretty much Anything been else? it for me. What have you, what have you been up to? Uh, quite a bit. So I'll kind of go back to uh, what we said. Oh, what were we? Oh yeah, my Elgato issue. So um, I heard you post something about this. <laughs> on I posted on Twitter mm. because I was hoping to get some feedback, but no one really replied. Oh, Eris replied. That's about it. So I was hoping. I like man. I was hoping to see if like some help else going through this issue. Maybe you gotta add sort like of. um, if you didn't, maybe you have to add uh, Elgato and see if you can get some help from them. Maybe I guess. But my here's the funny thing. I didn't, you know, Twitter you only have like 180 characters or whatever to, mm. to describe your problem, so I didn't have no space. But so it's not a connection issue because I ruled that out because I can open up the Xbox streaming app and the Xbox is streaming to that app just fine. I think Elgato itself is okay. I'm not sure if it's an OBS issue or an Elgato issue. That's the thing I can't pinpoint. Mm. It's one of those two. It's 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 not a hardware issue in terms of like oh this 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 connection is loose and I've restarted my this happens like first thing on the weekend when I turn on my PC and my console after them being asleep for the whole night, I turn on the monitor and it's still doing this. So I will look at the video preview in OBS and, um, you know, I wear these headphones for the console now because I get the sound from the, the computer, which gets it from the Elgato, which mm. gets it from the system. And that's how I've been playing because I don't want to ping pong between, I have three different headsets now. <laughs> yeah, I just want to keep one on if I can help it. Anyways, um, so what I'm trying to say is Every the sound will get like distorted, like it's missing something. And I look on the screen, and it's not the sound. The whole video, is, as well as getting like paused, it's like it's almost as if the computer can't keep up. And I checked my computer, and it's like the CPU is like is at ten percent. So it's mm. it's not the computer. Here's the funny part: if I stream or offline, if I record, where it's just like record gameplay, mm. it will not have this issue at all. The second I stop, it will start having the issue again. And when I start, it won't have the issue. I stop, it will have the issue. So something is causing it. I don't know why, and I don't know why I have to record my gameplay just to eliminate this problem. But obviously, it's capable of working just fine because I'm recording my gameplay onto my hard drive. And if I do that, then it's just fine. Yeah. There's absolutely did, no issues. Did you try putting on your, uh, your Switch and just see if it does the same thing for the Switch? I no, assume... I mentioned... I mentioned uh, I used the Xbox streaming app and it was just fine for the Xbox. So I ruled the, I ruled the console out for that reason. Hmm. I, I had like the Xbox streaming app here and OBS here with the Elgato and the Xbox streaming app worked fine and the Elgato did not slash OBS did not. So I can rule out the console, my PC. Well, in terms of like processing power, the PC and yeah. Yeah, it's it's either OBS or it's Elgato. I don't know which one. It's if I had to guess, it's the Elgato. I don't know why. I don't know why it's not handling it. Uh, it's very annoying because, again, I don't want to have to like delete all my video my videos off my hard drive. You know, every single time I want to play a game, it gets a little annoying that way. But that's my workaround. I'm not sure what's causing it. I shouldn't have to change. I looked into my OBS settings, but I shouldn't have to change anything on there because it was working just fine. And it seems like as long as the Elgato is currently in use, like streaming or recording gameplay, it works perfectly. But then like 
don't know, maybe the computer is like, oh, you're not streaming recording. Okay, I don't care. I'm not putting any processing power into this. And that's why it like stutters. Maybe. So. Yeah, that's weird. I've never had, personally, I've never had that happen. So I I really and can't help you. <laughs> it's hard It's hard to record it happening because whenever I record it, it stops. You're going right? to have to like get your phone and record it. Like, you, you have to hear the sound, not just the video, too. So I'm not sure if we'll do that for the phone because I wear headsets, right? Maybe so. if you could put your headphone up and just flip the volume, but that's going to be I really guess. shitty. But it's the only thing you could really do, unless if your monitor can output sound. It does, just not very well. Hmm. You'll have to figure something yeah, out. That's... If you could do that and pass it off to someone at Elgato and see if they know, or if that's a known Elgato issue, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's really annoying. I mean, it's that's, that's it's, it's not affecting my streaming, as I said, but it's still annoying nonetheless. Yeah, uh, but the fact that you have to record, like you have to have that much hard drive space for your however many hours you're you're streaming for, just record, so you delete it after. Yeah, oh, it's not like streaming... it's not like you're editing. You're it's not like you're recording anyway and editing. This is used. Uh, this is space that can be used for something else that you now have to keep clean. Also, I need to open up this PC anyways, because I'm not touching anything, and you can tell there's a little bit of a shake. So I'm not sure why it's shaking that violently. Hmm. So, yeah. Uh, can I give you a good visual? Here, maybe if look at this cord. I think that's I can... not me moving. You can see the little vibrations there, right? I can see yeah, a little bit. I can see the all around, like, uh, for certain things here and there. Yeah. So, uh, Maynard who didn't uh, donate the pc to me he told me oh one of the fans must might be loose because that's the only moving component in there like yeah. not even the hard drive is a it's like an ssd so that's that's ruled out as well so he says it has to be the fans those are the only moving component might one one might be loose so i'll have to see um it might be yeah. hard to pin down but <laughs> um so if i leave this pc on for more than 24 hours it almost always boost screens so that's a little concerning so i'll probably mm. have to over time, just upgrade parts like the CPU. The RAM is okay. The RAM is like uh, 16 gigabytes of RAM, which is more than enough for most games now. 32 isn't really needed, honestly. I can't think of a single game that would need 32 over 16. But um, yeah, I would probably want to get a new CPU and a new video card and maybe a new motherboard. Who knows? Anyways, um, I, got this new, I got this new G733 gaming headset from Logitech. Uh, haven't programmed it yet. I'm really liking it so far. There's there's no adjustable strap, but you don't really need one because that's kind of like the adjustment. So it's like one size fits all pretty much. The lights are cool. You don't have cat ears on it. I don't. I, I thought all gamers I, had headsets. All streamers had uh, cat ear headphones. Well, I saw you're not wearing yours currently, so I don't want to make things. Mine are broken. Both of us. Mine are also broken then. No, I actually annoying. do have some. They were broken. <laughs> <laughs> I think you I had them like years ago, but I have not bought new ones. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I haven't programmed this yet with all the lights and all the features. I'm just seeing if it works. So I might have to get a new one from Amazon, which are they're, they're pretty good for you just select, oh, this my product is defective, and they'll send you a new one as long as you return the old one. But they send you the new one like the next day. So that's so you won't like go like a second without it. Uh, in the left ear here, there's a slight whispering, like very, very slight. I only notice it when I'm not having any volume coming in. Mm. It's only the left. Because if I go like this, I hear it. And if I go like this, I don't. 
That's weird. I managed to return it. Some kind of feedback. Yeah. Of some sort. Like when I turn it on first thing in the morning, it's already there. So it's not like residually echoing from anything, mm. you know. But um, there's that. And these these headphones are so good at noise canceling. I didn't realize. Like I'm talking a lot louder. Like I'm hearing myself talk. This is not my normal talking volume. This is my louder than normal talking volume. That's because now I'm just talking normally, at least from what I can hear. So yeah, uh, they're really good. They're really comfortable too. Someone's glasses. I always have to be careful because the glasses always go into the earpiece 100% of the time. Yeah. If... And th there, there have been headphones where like it's, I couldn't wear them for more than two hours because they just pushed against this. But yeah, I, that's not, it's a non issue for this one. So it's yeah, really nice. Wearing glasses with over ear headphones kind of sucks. A lot of headphones would snap to your head and mm -hmm. say, when you're wearing glasses, well, tough Talk shit. You. <laughs> so <laughs> pretty much uh I, I really enjoy these these were kind of a birthday gift for myself so yeah i just got them i i had my eyes on them for a couple of years i figured eh, well, they're a few a years time. old i think so no no well, i haven't I had I, button headphones in a while so i don't know when i say i've had my eyes on them i mean like just like new headphones oh just new headphones like, in not general. not these specifically but i think it's been out for a couple I, of years on that you mentioned i need I to get new new headphones the padding are... on, on mine, the uh, mm -hmm. outer layer is starting to peel off. Okay. There's nothing wrong with my old set of headphones here. These are the Logitech. Uh, so this is the G733. This is the 53. Mm. Sorry. Is it 33 or 66? I think it's so this is this the G733, G533. So I think it's one generation mm. behind. Um, there's nothing wrong with this at all. It's just I've had this for like literally like five years now, um, and that's just time for an upgrade. Um, yeah, like I kind of said, I didn't want to go back and forth between headsets. I have my Xbox headset back on that shelf, but then uh, this is kind of like I kind of made this laptop here for work now. Well, yeah, it's like this right here. So I I got tired of having to switch the headphones back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So I'm like, these are going to be my dedicated work headphones now when I need to talk to people. Because I'm not using this this to talk to people because it's attached to my tower, not the laptop. Yeah. Um, so I, I do need one with like a microphone on it, which this one has, right? Yeah. So this one has it too. It's just you have to put it on. It's it's attachable and it comes without it on. I don't need it on for this one. So I figure that's a good reason to kind of do it that way. How much? And your headset cost? I did not get it on sale. Keep that in mind, but it costs 200 plus tax. Okay. But free shipping. So, yeah, as I said, I've had my eyes on these for a while. And that combined with the keyboard I recently got, um, as far as accessories go, I'm kind of all maxed out now. I'm pretty happy with uh, my setup here for, P for my PC. It's all kind of complete. I got the gaming chair. I got the gaming desk. You know, so I'm pretty happy about all that. Um, so, yeah, I can stop spending some money on my setup now because, you know, I've, I've had, I've been wanting the setup ever since I went to school the university for mm. the first time I'm like but well, i can't afford it i can't afford it i you know now that i'm actually have been working for a while in, in my in my field i'm like oh i can actually afford it now yeah <laughs> so it's a nice feeling finally you know i still have to pay off my student debt because that's going to take quite a few years but at least i can start affording things i want you know I, I i don't i don't splurge there are certain things i splurge on like this gaming chair because people told me you know a chair for work and or gaming is the most important thing and you, sh and you should splurge on one. By the way, Chris, these guys are on sale again. They're having a mid-year sale if you change your mind. Um, we'll see. I don't yeah. know. It's but... definitely worth it. 
it is you know i could spend money on that on that uh chair or i could buy the leather jacket i want you could i work from home so i really need the good chair if i'm in, if I I'm in this use, eight hours a day go ahead. i could use a good like summer jacket because all <laughs> i've got is the the old one that's falling apart my trench coat which is quite old and heavy and i don't want to wear a trench coat in the middle of summer and i've got my winter jacket so i could use a new summer fall whatever spring jacket and a good leather jacket will last a long long time i just don't want to spend the money on it it's like six hundred dollars six hundred wow i've never had a leather jacket but i've always wanted one but if you can I... afford it they will last a long time if you you don't even really you don't really have to like take uh, extreme care with them you know like if you treat them like i do you know like any normal jacket they'll still last like a long long time so oh, all of my jackets have lasted a long long time well it's yeah but well... you you know what i mean though right like mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh yeah I, I would like one one day i saw i remember uh last time i think it was last time i came to your place to visit you for a few days uh you showed me your michael jackson leather jacket right the red one no it's an akira jacket <laughs> yeah it's, it is an akira jacket but people have <laughs> Chris told me, man, people think this is a Michael Jackson. People, I'm like, oh, people have said, it, people have said Michael what? Jackson. People have said Star Lord. And I'm like, doesn't Star Lord wear more of a trench coat? His jacket goes down beyond his uh, waist, doesn't it? Does he? I don't. Now that you mention it, because they they change their wardrobes for all the heroes mm, every movie. I guess, so. but he wears. I thought one of his jackets was slightly a bit longer, whereas mine sits at the waist. Right, it's specifically supposed to sit there, <laughs> so. But yeah, I'm like, uh, it's disappointing. It. It's better when, <laughs> like, I've had someone say that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good Star Lord jacket. And then I walk away, and the guy looks at the back, and he's like, oh my god, I didn't realize it wasn't that. And he's like, it's from a cure. I'm like, yes, yes, it is. So that's funny. Some people get it, some people don't. <laughs> so I've seen a Kira, and even I didn't get it to be honest. <laughs> but. Uh... Yeah, I guess the back would help when it's, but yeah, uh, what it, else have I It can. Some people still don't get it. They're like, why does he have a big patch on the back? <laughs> like, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so for games, I've been playing, uh, me and Ryan kind of blitzed through Halo Wars 2, which is, it's a good game. It was on, uh, Game Pass, so it's free, first of all, so that helped. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we, we went through all the DLC, through all the campaign, through all the kind of achievements, because I'm Achievement Hunter, so he helped me out getting those for the multiplayer. Yeah, really good game, honestly. Uh, like, it's not game of the year material, but, you know, for a good old RTS fun, especially one made for a console specifically, it's not that bad, honestly. It really isn't. Um, I, I, I had fun with it. Yeah. Uh, it won't blow your socks off, but it's it's, it's good old-fashioned fun, I especially heard if you play with someone. Disappointment. Well, that's extreme disappointment, but, like, middling to, yeah, this is all right when it came out. Nothing, nothing that lots of people would praise it. Yeah. saying it's really great so it came out in 2018 i want to say and even Wait, back 18 oh i must be was... thinking of the first one yeah halo wars one was like for the 360 so yeah, might... yeah. but that i like that better honestly mm. than the second one the second one of course has you know improved graphics and stuff like that so mm. it doesn't compete but like you know overall as a package i like the, the first one better myself the second game is fun um Let's see. Uh, what, what was I going to say? I forget now. Um, well, yeah. I mean, it just it's just good old fashioned fun. Uh, the the missions are very varied, which I appreciate. 
uh, they have you doing the different stuff from mission to mission. So yeah, um, what else? So Dead by Daylight, I haven't really been playing too much. I did um, play a little bit. I played like three or four matches the other day. Uh, still haven't faced the new killer yet, the, the Dredge. Oh, really? But still haven't, yeah. I know how he works. Mm. So um, like, like I know all his mechanics as I've been watching you know, streamers play with yeah, Slash as him. I've played against... three or four times against the new killer. He's, he's not getting as much play as I thought he would since he's new. Mm -hmm. Maybe just a lot of people just haven't spent the money on it or yeah. unlocked them. So uh so the anniversary event this the two the two week slash six year anniversary event will be starting tomorrow uh the new blood page a uh, page in the current tome or rift whatever you want to call it, it should open be today. open today so, yeah yes so i'm already on the fourth page because i had the throne completed for a while so i'll be kind of trying to blitz through that getting my uh getting my 70 levels in i'm at 63 having not played for like for a couple weeks so getting the last seven shouldn't be more difficult at all mm. Uh, I'll have lots of, you have three weeks to do that. Um, so yeah, I'm wondering how the masquerade is going to work because this is my first one. But, um, as far as the items go, I know, I think I told you already, Chris, but starting today, uh, they have a rotation in the shrine of secrets and every skill is going to be 25% off in there. So I looked in the, in the shrine today. I'm like, eh, there's only a, a couple skills I ever bought in the shrine mm. and they're both like two of the best skills for killers but then like barbecue and something else. no barbecue i didn't buy it. bubble was my first killer i, mm, I got okay it, actually. So, I never mind. so i specifically for that purpose because i i'm like you know i'm following a guide here to like if you are gonna buy dlc make sure bubble's your first killer because barbecue and chili is really fucking <laughs> good for for getting blood points and for mm. uh, looking survivors so i have been doing that um but then like one of the skills was the the artist the the crow lady skill the burb Burn Mama slash Croho, whatever you want to call her. Mm. Um, so I, I there, recently they had a bunch of sale on the, on the DLCs. Not all the DLCs, but I can watch the game actually. But let's see, who else do I have that's new? So we got the Myers DLC along with Lori, I think. We got yeah. Decisive Strike, which I really want now. I mean, I've been want, I've been waiting for her to go on sale and Mike Myers too, but I really want Decisive Strike, so I'm excited. I'll be able to get that into my survivor pool. Um, we got, uh, Michaela, the witch, and mm -hmm. so the healing totems will be a thing. I just learn where they, they fucking spawn now, which is a bitch of itself, but, uh, what else? I got, uh, the, uh, the artist, as, as I mentioned, the Resident Evil pack was on sale, so I could definitely pick that up. Um, the, what, what's he called? The guy who throws knives. What's his name again? Uh, I don't remember his name. Showstop? No. The, the no, that, that, that's skill. Yeah, this is um, ability. I don't remember his name. What do they call him? Anyways, I have him now. Who else? There's a couple others I'm forgetting. Oh, uh, Ghostface, I have. And, oh, I have Cenobite. So I'm pretty excited for those killers. Most of those killers are killers I wanted to play for a long time. And then, uh, as soon as I saw they were on DLC, I'm like, yes, please. Because <laughs> all the survivors are the same, aside from the skill and cosmetics. They, they all functionally play the same. But the killers functionally play different. So yeah. I'm pretty excited to get some fresh gameplay. Um. Especially Cenobite, you know, with his voice line that everyone likes to make fun of and all, you know. I'll tear your holes apart. No. <laughs> Not that one, no. When you summoned me, and... I came. You know, <laughs> whenever I'm in a popular streamer's chat and 
they do that, I'm like, oh god. Like he, they have to tell him every di- every time. Okay, guys, calm down. As soon as he starts teleporting, they all type them. Is, is the old like, fo- like the old face? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the old face with the yeah. I'm like, oh god. Like it's funny, but after seeing it for like ten times in a row, I'm like, okay. Yeah, but it's doesn't like not funny anymore. <laughs> no, no, it's it's still funny. <laughs> I still do it all the time whenever oh, I see. I, I looked into this. Did you know that originally, like, there's a YouTube before act after picture when the Cenobite originally launched? They, he had his own, he had a voice actor, and it wasn't as good as now. And then they disabled his voice entirely, and then his voice changed entirely again. Like, I looked into it, like a YouTube side by side. So the first one is just like whatever generic actor, probably within the company itself. The second one, they got the the guy in real life who played the Cenobite. Yep. and had him record the voices. I'm like, oh my god, no yeah, wonder they, it sounds so much better now. They might, maybe they get someone to record them before, maybe a placeholder or something, uh, or they were still trying to maybe work out the deal with the actor. But yeah, they for the full release, they got the real actor to do all the voice lines again, and they sound good. I, I never seen Hellraiser the movie, but this makes me want to watch it. Yeah, I've never seen. Um, I'm not into horror. Not well, horror in general, yeah, that's not my favorite, but hooks and needles and pins and like uh, kind of torture that whole <laughs> I guess it's not torture porn because it's a different genre of horror, but yeah, that's the whole, like pretty much, yeah, like the whole that type of horror kind of aspect. Like, I can't watch a movie where they're slowly cutting someone apart, or like if a movie has like a surgery scene. That is quite intense. I'm like, I can't watch that because it just bothers me. And they just lop off an arm. That's that's funny. But slowly dissecting something like no and pins and like stuff like that. Like the whole what they do in Saw sometimes just bothers me. <laughs> like jumping this bath, this pool full of, filled with needles, and some of them might have heroin in them and other disgusting stuff. And one of them's good. Find it. They just boot them in. I'm like, well, nope. Not not enjoying this one. <laughs> I guess. So, yeah, I well, I I don't think Hellraiser has to do with torture. Like, no, it doesn't. Are pictures who 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 thrive in torture, yes, but the movie itself, like in real life, I don't think. Oh yeah, much it, to do with torture. I don't think it does, but it's even just the look of them, like the one guy's face is peeled back, and you can see his exposed brain. Like, ugh, <laughs> like cool design, but nope. It's like it's it's like nineties design, Chris. Come on. <laughs> yeah, and you'd think I would like it, you know, that's uh, Void from Berserk. <laughs> but I also don't like it, you know. Have you if... seen, have you seen uh, Cenobites Mori? Uh... Literally, needles go in their cheeks and they get stretched. Oh, and yeah. Some of them look so funny in the game files. And then they get pinned to the wooden pile and they get pulled down into a I want to say that some of that is based off one of the movies or what some what might have happened to someone in a movie, but I don't know. Don't it's remember. funny because I've seen a YouTube compilation and some of the characters in DVD look you you, you could tell they didn't test the Mori on every character because their faces like get stretched. I'm like I'm like that looks really fucking off. Like yeah. they probably didn't program this correctly <laughs> or something, you know. So it's it, it's kind of more comedy than anything else. But, yeah, I mean, is it um, as funny as the uh, face that the one guy makes at the beginning of Friday the Thirteenth? I'll have to show you later. There's. I'm not sure. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll show you a clip of it. You'll have to remind me later. But it okay. is a funny, funny face that the guy makes, and I don't think they fixed the animations for it ever, because okay. people liked it so much. I, I've seen uh, you and Rob play DVD, but I'm always kind of like I don't want to like invade 
on you guys when I say when I see oh you're playing the game oh Robbie's playing the game okay well you guys are probably playing together so I'm like eh I'll just do something else and well, I if you're ever playing of... and you see us on or if you want to play and you see us on just jump in and see or message us okay when we're playing uh... we usually say yeah the more the merrier so okay uh I'll keep that in mind uh aside from DVD oh Turtles comes out tomorrow Chris I want to be streaming that all day like an hour after I get off work is when I want to start I want to see. How good these games are, as you know, Chris. I think you've fallen into the same pool. Mm. Uh, you know, we, I played through the Turtles games in my childhood, and I'm really a big fan of that. And this game is supposed to be like a throwback slash celebration of those types of games, like the uh, you know Turtles two, three, four, that sort of thing, and yeah. some uh, other games like the Sega Genesis one. I think it's called the Hyperstone Heist. You know, this is kind of a celebration of those games. Six players, not just locally. I don't know how you do that on a console or a PC, honestly. How you have, but they advertise six players locally and online. You can have wow. it at the same time. Online makes more sense. I was expecting six. Or I, was, I was expecting four. four. Like, usually, yeah. Four was up until last week when they had their last trailer. Was what they said the game was going to have because because they show the four turtles, Master Splinter, and then April runs, and I'm like, why is there six people? And then, it, it, like, they just show the sprites. That's mm. it on the black background, and then they run off the screen, and they're like, now introducing six player co op. I'm like, six players. Holy shit! So. I kind of want everyone I know, including yourself, you're invited. You're not obligated to, but you're invited whenever you wake up to kind of join us. And we're going to have some good old-fashioned fun. Uh, it's free on Game Pass, too. That's also a big deal. That was also in the last trailer, the, the very, very end, when they uh, had the announce date with Donatello playing the Game Boy in the corner mm -hmm. by himself. They had, like, coming next week, and then they showed the different things. It's coming on the Game Pass. So that's pretty fucking amazing. Uh, I was going to buy day one. As I always say, there's maybe like one or two games a year I buy on day one, and this was going to be one of them, but yeah. I don't even have to do that. Oh, now. yeah, I was going to say you don't have to since you have Game Pass. I'll have to look up yeah. the price and see when I get it. Yeah, it's also, I think it's Game Pass for PC as well, Chris. I know you used them in the past. So I'm not sure if the, uh, I, I have some free codes. Maybe. A lot of those I don't know if... codes that you've passed me don't work. They're like, oh, it's Game Pass for the console. I'm like, oh, thanks. Or oh. that they, or it just wouldn't let me put in the code anymore. I don't know why. So okay, well, well I have a new one that does Discord gaming that I can't use. So for PC, PC Game Pass, it's, yeah. it says PC Game Pass. So. I'll probably end up just buying buying the game at some point because okay. I don't. There's not too many things I want continued subs to, and I don't really. Last time I had Game Pass, I was gonna play. Uh, sea of Thieves. No, I I bought Sea of Thieves. Uh, I was gonna play what's it called River City Girls. Installed yeah. it and didn't bother to play it. So, like my my ability to be able to even play it when I have it for free was non-existent then. So I would probably okay. forget about turtles as well. So unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know they had the six characters they even had having for the while. Obviously the four turtles, Master Splinter and April O'Neil. And then they announced Casey Jones last week. So yeah. we'll have seven playable characters. Casey Jones. So that's, that's cool. Yeah, um, I'm not sure how the game will work. If you like, everyone has to pick a unique character. That's not really a non-issue now, right? But yeah, I, I I would like to see that enforced. To be honest with you, like generally, I'm not a fan of that in most games, like fighting games, for example. That's that's like a that would kill. I don't want to say it would kill the game off, but it would be a really big hamper. But for a game like this, where it's just a beam up, yeah, everyone's different. They have their special attributes, but have some variety. I don't want to see six Donatellos on the screen. But you know, Donnie's I want to best. see like. <laughs> Raphael is the best. But anyways, moving on. <laughs> um, we can see what camps we fall in on. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, yeah, it's just... Um, it's going to be good old-fashioned fun. I'm really looking forward to it. I fully expect to beat it on tomorrow, but 
I'll have several playthroughs for sure. I'll probably try out every character as their own playthrough. Not tomorrow, but overall, that's what I'll end up doing probably. Um, just to kind of give a, everyone the proper feel. I don't think we've ever played as Master Splinter before, even in, in the tournament fighter. Was uh, he a character in that? I don't think he was. I'm trying to think. He wasn't in... I don't think tournament fighters he was in. I, I don't think he was in the um, Platinum game either. That was only the four turtles. Even April O'Neil was in tournament fighters. It's strange. <laughs> that at all. Yeah, yeah, I don't think we've really played as Splinter. Casey Jones, I, I think he was. April O'Neil, she definitely was. And yeah, Master Splinter will be new. So I'm wondering what movesets they'll have. Probably a lot of staff uh, stuff with the stick. But then, like, how does he differentiate from Donatello, who's using a bow? Granted, different items, but not that different, honestly. They're very similar. One's just essentially shorter than the other. Yeah. Like a, so, I guess we'll have we'll to see. see. Because he yeah. is a master of all those, uh, yes, all those, uh, all those weapon styles. Since he did mm -hmm. teach them, so yeah. <laughs> so we're really looking forward to that tomorrow. Uh, oh, I started my Fall Fantasy Five playthrough, Chris. I see. I went. I only did one stream of it so far. I haven't been really been streaming much the past three weeks because, as, as I said, I've been playing Halo Wars with Ryan, but that's kind of done now. So I'll kind of go back to uh, uh, more uh, longer schedule. It's only been like two days a week now on my channel. But yeah, um, yeah, uh, it's been really fun so far. I really have been enjoying the new translation from the Pixar Master. The music is absolutely oh my god! This might be the my favorite soundtrack that he redid, honestly, for hmm. the Pixel Remasters. It might be. I'll have to hear the rest. Uh, so my my strategy, Chris, uh, for this playthrough was okay. So you know how Final Fantasy Five is like. You can pick any job and then you can pick any command out of any other job you picked. So you can be like a black mage that can cast white magic if you had, if you leveled up your white mage mm. a little bit. You can be a dragoon that can summon, that sort of thing. Uh, so what I did was I got everyone as a monk to level two, as a level two monk, not, not character class, job level two for the yeah. monk. Um, a level two, you learn an ability called barehanded or barefisted, depending on which translation you're, you're working with. So what this does is if you equip it, then when you're unarmed, you hit as hard as a monk regardless of your job. So I put on everyone. I'm like, well, now no matter which class they are, they can do good damage just physically, just through the attack command. So that was my strategy. So now I have Lina, Lina as a white mage, but she, she doesn't have any staff, but now she hits as hard as a monk does. I'm like, this is this is the best thing ever. Because yeah. I can just breeze through fights now. <laughs> for yeah. the rest of the game, if I wanted to, because a monk is always barehanded. You never have to worry about. Yeah, you know, as long as you don't equip a staff or a shield on her. Yeah. She could just she could keep doing that 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 damage out and. Yeah. <laughs> so now now even as a white mage, if she has nothing to do on a turn on the boss, I'm like, do I heal preemptively? That's yeah, kind of a waste when, of energy. I know. Would equipping attack. a staff um, increase her uh, mending ability? It would. So if you equip the staff, have her heal, and then next turn you go into items, unequip staff, and then punch. Yes. So you could do definitely. that. You could definitely do <laughs> you that. You yep. keep going back and forth between equipping and unequip. It's like middle of fight, you cast a spell, and then you just throw the staff away and just start pummeling the enemy. Pretty much. <laughs> well, this is not a strategy I will be using for the whole game. I, I guarantee you that. It's not. It's just nice to have as a backup. You know, it's like, man, my... I don't know. 
my summoner hasn't gotten a weapon for like 10 hours and he's kind of falling behind maybe i should like put barehanded on him yeah just, you know <laughs> but like right now everyone has barehanded because there's nothing better but i really like final fantasy 5 and i think they use the same thing in final fantasy tactics actually where you can equip different jobs from different like you have to have the job the ability of the job you currently are but then you're free to pick whatever from other jobs so that's that's always nice to have um for example, Final Fantasy X-2 with the three girls in the dress spheres. You can max Yuna's dancer, or I guess it's called songstress in that game out. Mm. You can have every ability, but then... Actually, let's use her gunner costume instead, actually, because I actually remember that one. So you can max out her gunner. She has some passive abilities in that job, including dark proof, so you, you can't get darked, or blinded, I should say darked. You can't get blinded. Um, but then as soon as she switches jobs, she loses all those abilities. She only has dark proof when she's a gunner. Yep. If she switches to a songstress, she doesn't have those passives or anything else transfer over. She can't use jobs outside of her current class. Granted, in that game, it's not a big deal because you can change from jobs in the middle of battle. That's the whole gimmick of the game. But just to kind of like showcase Final Fantasy V, you can't switch jobs in the middle of battle, but you can bring other abilities with you from other jobs you can get some very broken combinations oh yeah right? of course <laughs> you can and i'm looking forward to when i can do that so yeah, yeah five has got five has got i think out of mo all the final fantasies or most of them it's got the most varied variability like or viability you could make up tons of different classes or you know, like you said broken builds and just roll through the game like that or just stick with the standard and <laughs> It's so, really good. It reminds me of like like Bravely Default kind of copied that mm -hmm. with the, yeah. being able to use different abilities and equip different skills from different classes. So <laughs> I still think Final Fantasy V has one of the best job systems ever in the game. Uh, but like I say that and like knowing that games like you just said, Bravely Default exists. But to be fair, Bravely Default took that from Final Fantasy V. It just yeah. like updated it. So yeah. when I say Final Fantasy V is the best, I don't mean like 100% like ultimate the best. I mean like this is the best idea. You should do. Next time I want to do Final Fantasy V, I want to do the um, job, what's fiesta. It? job fiesta. They started uh, this week actually. Earlier this week is when they had the first official run of it. It was a four-player race. One of them had uh, El Magus in it. One of them had Bowie the Hero. Mm. Um, those are two prominent Final Fantasy speedrunners and a couple other people. So. Yeah, they had their job fiesta. I think the, I think it was dancer summoner. I don't remember the other two. I think white mage, and something else. So yeah, but yeah. I want to. Do, uh, I've always wanted to do that since I've seen it go up. I'm like, oh, that's a great way to play. You know, to replay we, five. <laughs> we have to still have our race when we do that. But your first playthrough of five should not be a job fiesta. It should you mean be like my second playthrough. Okay, well, do you remember I've... your first playthrough? No, it's been like a, a last time I played yeah, it was so on I, Super I, Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, well, I, th I think you meant uh, PlayStation, right? Oh, I get, like yeah, sorry. Version. Yeah, PlayStation. Yeah. yeah, when it okay. got, I forgot. But yeah, when it got ported to the PlayStation, that's the first time I played it. And the last yeah. time I completed it, I've started it up a few times, but I never sat down and did the entire playthrough again. So I would if, like if to do, do a very casual, like a normal playthrough, and then I want to do Job PS at some point after yes. that. We should definitely do a job fiesta together, like stream on stream and see, uh, you know, kind of like kind of like a race once we beat the game again and kind of get a little familiar with it and just kind of see. Yeah, okay, something like that. Yeah, just to see we how we go through or see what classes we each roll or do we 
do the game where we roll once and each of us have to do that class. Exactly. Do we roll once and everyone has to be those four classes, like what happened in the race, or do we get our... No, I, I would say that's the best way, because with individual rolls, one of us can get very unlucky or lucky. You know, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, shit, I don't have a healer on my team. And you're like, oh, I have a healer, plus I have like, the best damage output character. Yeah. Well, thing, so. that and, you know, you roll you, you, you know, you roll your first class at the first uh, crystal. I think every... Yeah. It's either every class turns to that until the next crystal job is uh, opened up, or you leave everyone else freelancers and one person gets that class. So what what they do is everyone has to be, once you get the first jobs, everyone has to be one of those four classes. So if you only have the first crystal, everyone has to be that okay, same yeah. class. I know some people do it a little differently, so. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, from what I saw, the classes were pre-rolled in advance. You don't have to like wait and roll. You just like, you know the four jobs ahead of time. Hmm. I kind of like rolling then, then and there and rolling with the job classes you have you have available, which I guess wouldn't be hard to do pre-rolls of that, but I like the uh, the gimmick of rolling it right there and seeing the reactions of the people when they pull up another Berserker or something like that, you know? Like, oh, damn it. I think it's supposed to be one job from every crystal, so you won't be able to pull up two Berserkers, for example. Is Berserker only be... last crystal? I don't remember where you get Berserker. Anyway, but you know what I mean? Like, getting to the last crystal and, you know, pulling another job that you don't like or, you know, for mm -hmm. me, that would be, like, rolling Time Mage. I'm like, I don't want a Time Mage. Oh, Time Mage <laughs> or was Chrono really Mage. good. But I don't, last... I don't use a lot of those abilities, though. So, they... for me, that would be me trying to work out how to use that class better because I don't use it a lot. And that's why I wouldn't want to do it on your first playthrough or second playthrough. I, I don't want to do it on a, play, on a playthrough where you've most recently have done it already, just so you know what your, yeah. your, each job means. Like, I want to do, uh, I definitely will do a normal playthrough first before I do job guess again, because I also don't remember, like, where to go and stuff like that, so. <laughs> when In terms of story, so. I mean, it's not like we'll yeah. be doing a randomizer, but still. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I think, I'm just looking here, I think. I think that's all I've been up to for games. I did watch The Boys. Did I already talk about this? I watched The Boys, uh, the fourth episode. Really mm. fucking good. Yeah, Holy you, shit. you mentioned it right before the the podcast. Okay. In, or was it? Anyway, yeah, you, you mentioned Anyways. it and you're like, it's really, really, really good. Like, oh. it's <laughs> so yes. yeah, I need to watch it because the trailer is five. Good. It comes out in a couple days on Friday. They always drop on Fridays. And yeah, eight, eight episodes this season as per usual. And it's been half the season so far. It's been really fucking good. I can't wait. I can't wait to watch the last four. <laughs> it's like they always, I don't want to say cliffhanger because it's not the right word, but they always leave you wanting more in the show. And it's like, man, I really want to see what happens, you know? But mm. yeah, it's been uh, really good. You know, everyone you either cheer for them or you hate them and they do this uh show does a really good job for that so that's good yeah there are some very very satisfying moments so far mm. so uh that's all i've been up to i think yeah so i guess we can just jump into the news for this week chris yeah um so guess which this isn't news that i posted but guess which uh, voice actor is going to be appearing as one of the villains in the new Dragon Ball superhero movie. Chris Sabat. Someone that isn't a Funimation <laughs> voice actor normally. Fine. Fine. <laughs> you, can't... Uh, you have to give me a little bit of a hint. It's a me. Oh, uh, 
Oh shit! What's his name? Peter Charles Montenay. That's it, Charles Montenay. I know he had a French last name, but I just didn't remember his He's name. He's voicing one of the Red oh, Ribbon Army bad guys, Magenta. I believe. Wow. It... <laughs> yep, it was announced. Yeah. I seen it on Twitter. I'm like, oh my gosh! Really? They announced like a bunch of other, a lot of the other voice actors that aren't, you know, normally in Funimation stuff or and such but i saw charles martinet i'm like who the hell is he i'm like oh he's the bad guy it's be interesting to see what voice he does because i know everyone knows him as mario but he does voice you know most nintendo or most mario characters right you know toad and peach and luigi while luigi yeah yoshi i should think he might actually do yoshi i don't remember does he do yoshi i don't remember does he actually do <laughs> I don't. Think I know. That, I, know I, I know some I of those were joking, but because <laughs> he obviously no, doesn't I, voice Peach. But oh, okay. Because I said the Peach. Ones I said and... <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I was just saying the ones I was saying. I'm like, I wasn't joking at all. I realized. Yeah, I was just. Peach. I was just listing okay. up all Mario characters. So. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. He basically does. But yeah, uh, that that's pretty interesting. Now I get the title. Yeah, you get the, the title of the, of the podcast. I was like, where's where, where's Chris going with this? I don't understand. But now it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, there's that. Uh, some actual news. So, quick update for the Activision Blizzard and uh, Raven, Soft yeah, Raven Software uh, Union. They are beginning negotiations with them. They're not just going to say, screw you, we're not working with you again. They're not working with you and de dealing with this. They are actually going to go through with uh, contract negotiations. So, That's good. Good for you. Uh, but, uh... Not much to say, really, other than other than that so when dealing with labor relations uh like in the hr world uh yeah it's important for both parties on both sides to have good faith discussions mm -hmm. and we'll see how far that goes as far as activision blizzard is concerned i hope i hope they have good faith discussions but it wouldn't surprise me if we uh hear a story next week chris about um something going terribly wrong well depends and on how, trying to how soon this happens and I'm trying to lock the room with everyone inside and I'm trying to burn down the building or something like that. Oh, yeah, that'll be that, that wouldn't surprise me at this point. And I say that jokingly, but I actually mean it like that would not surprise me at this point. No, that what surprised me and oh, you know, I'm trying to try to spin it like they were, just, you know, providing a barbecue for the for all these staff members who were at the QA meeting or at mm -hmm. the uh, union meeting. Yeah. Well, barbecuing inside their own anyway <laughs> does the barbecue include chili chris no but it... <laughs> okay that's it, a dvd it... joke but yes, yes. Okay. I, I knew what you were going with for it but anyway yeah quick little update uh i guess next bit of story bunch of so... whiny playstation fanboys this I yeah. wanted to bring up this because it's not much news either, but apparently, it's... oh, go on. Okay. I'll, I'll let you. I'll, I'll let you do it. Sorry. Yeah. So apparently, a bunch of PlayStation fanboys started up a Change.org petition trying to get Hideo Kojima to cancel his Xbox exclusive game. Because they don't want us to be exclusive to Xbox, they want it to be exclusive to PlayStation. Because, you know, they didn't complain when Death Stranding was PlayStation only. But, you know, yeah. because he's making one for Xbox, oh, you can't have that. 
I've never seen a petition like this for gamers and that where there's been a um a PlayStation exclusive game and Xbox uh fanboys complaining about it. Only PlayStation ones and for certain people. This is fucking yeah. stupid. <laughs> so so here's the thing. This yeah, petition yeah. was created last year, like almost twelve months ago. Yeah. Back back when uh it was rumored, rumored, not confirmed, just rumored that Kojima was working on an Xbox exclusive game. And by the way, when we say like Xbox or PlayStation exclusive, it's not actually exclusive because look at Death Stranding. There's like two different versions out on Steam right now, right? So it's, just, mm. it's a cons it's always a console exclusive. Yeah, right? they don't count it's uh, yeah PC as a so <laughs> yeah, I mean Kojima with his new well newer you know new newer studio Kojima Productions. Uh, I think the first game was Death Stranding, right? And they haven't yes. really done much since then. But that you know just because. So, yeah, some people weren't happy last year around this time when they heard, you know, whisperings of this. But now that it's official, now that Kojima was on the Xbox um, showcase and kind of said, yep, I'm making a Xbox. And, uh, you know, we're going to be looking forward to it. It's not anywhere near done, but it's being, you know, it's being worked on. Uh, this petition came back in full force. Yeah, it came back in full force because I mean, it's no longer a rumor; it's actually fact. But now full it's like force. It's sitting at sixteen hundred, at two thousand, uh, out of twenty five hundred signatures after well, a year. It may be up uh, higher now, but I was going to say right now, in this moment of time, it's at eight hundred and one signature. And it's funny because this is so biased. Like eight hundred one, did it go down, or is there another no, one? Eighteen hundred, eighteen hundred. And oh, eighteen. Sorry, one eight zero one. So yeah. one thousand eight hundred one. Yeah. So. It's funny because on here it says at 2,500 signatures, this petition is more likely to get picked up by, and this next part is bolded, local news. Ooh. <laughs> What's Not local really. news mean when this is exactly. you know, my petition first exactly. off? But exactly. it is reported on like, was it trueachievements.com? And I think it's mostly posted here as in, you know, lol, look at these PlayStation fanboys. Because that's what I'm doing to it. But if you look at the comments actually yeah. that's a really good source like a bunch of these comments were from 11 months ago again like around the time that this petition actually existed these like, people are nuts <laughs> yeah it's like how how sad you have to be to like like okay who cares first of all it's like every game has exclusives are you going to give uh, nintendo shit because they only have mario games on the switch and nowhere else like it makes no fucking sense mm. of course you're going to have fucking exclusives it, exclusives have been a thing yeah since video and, games were incepted and we don't know if this is only exclusive for like a year to xbox then we'll get ported to everything like death stranding was to playstation to mm -hmm. hideo kojima's uh koji pro there is a uh indie company they might actually need the money to be able to get this game finished because kojima as we know from working with uh who has he worked with last time the company Sony? No, no, no. Before that. Before he oh, started Koji Pro. Konami. Uh, Konami. As we know, with Konami, Konami was upset that he took so long at meticulously, you know, wanting to shape every single aspect of his game the way he wanted it to. Whereas Konami wanted the game out the door, right? Like, yeah. Kojima is known for, like, taking longer and wanting to be very meticulous with his games. So... He may actually need a little bit of extra money to finish the game the way he wants. <laughs> so, and the fucked up part about this petition <laughs> is that the people who signed it and who made it consider him a traitor. 
yeah for making uh, for making a, a game for a, for a non-playstation system yeah which is fucking ridiculous like yeah, well, sorry, every like, one of his games were on playstation well not everyone true. but because there well, was the original metal gear metal gear came out on the, so uh, excluding that because sure. that was before yeah. that, that was before playstation but you know yeah um it's it's just oh god like this is mm. why i don't like fanboys i mean i, I really don't you know, every just, time I think the console wars have ended, there's still some stands out there wishing that the console wars was still real. Like, there's some of these people have such an altered perception of reality. It's not even funny. It's like if you read a bunch of this stuff that they're typing. It, it by the way, most of these comments are people making fun of them. Yeah, yeah, so that's, yeah. That's of course. A good thing to <laughs> but it, it's it's such a sad state of affairs. It's like, oh my god, like who cares? Like, yes, I don't like console exclusive either. I don't like them. I understand why they exist. Yep. I don't. I don't hate. I don't hate people for them. I wish every game had every. Sorry, I wish every system had every game. But that's obviously not. Mm-hmm. You know, reality. It's not going to ever happen. Obviously, that's kind of out of, out of touch of reality. But these people think that just because Kojima, who is not married or tied to any one other organization, wants to make an exclusive game after his other exclusive game he just finished yep. making, it's like. <laughs> like oh my god like the like this is like the definition of fanboy right right here it's yeah. like my god like i'm not making fun of them because they're playstation fanboys i'm making fun of them because they're fanboys in general right? yeah yeah it's, like i may be a bit of a playstation fanboy sometimes because but you know i'm not going to say <laughs> i'm like a yell at kojima bring your exclusive game to playstation make it exclusive here instead or whatever or just port it over here like who cares like there's lots because... of games that are on the xbox that i don't play anymore that i really like that i wish got ported to somewhere else but mist walker's not going to port the three mm. games on the 360 anywhere else unfortunately <laughs> you know yeah i mean my argument to these people are are you going to blame nintendo for not releasing yeah. mario games on anything else other than switch nintendo makes their own games well not all of them but for mario they make they make their own games so i like are you gonna not are you gonna hold that against nintendo hey you're not allowed to make games oh, for your man. own console versus kojima who has his own independent studio not tied or married yeah. to anyone else he's but free imagine, to do whatever the fuck he wants you're imagine. gonna hold him hang on you're gonna yeah. hold him accountable for doing whatever the fuck he wants when you're not holding nintendo accountable it's like it doesn't make any sense yeah. but go ahead Imagine though, Mario Strikers just got released on the Switch. Imagine that at sixty FPS on your on your PC at ten eighty or higher, like at four K. Holy shit, like it would look so good. But Nintendo's not, not going to do that. Yeah, I'm not into sports games, so that game I'm not either. But me. it's a Nintendo game, and it's just whacked out with the abilities you can use in it, and it just looks like it's fun. So okay. you know, I I was watching uh Pooh Bear. The play or not play, but he's doing a tournament. I was watching a bunch of people play. I'm like, this actually looks really good. <laughs> I just want to read some of these comments. Not not like maybe like just one or two. Like yeah, on on the petition, eleven months ago, I'm just signing. I'm signing just to show. Sorry, I'm signing just to point out how fucking stupid you are. Yeah, I, I read that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, lots of people yeah. saying you know these people. Oh, PlayStation fanboys in a nutshell. No, I think it's just fanboys in general in a nutshell. Um, mm-hmm. But there's also, you know, lots of people saying that these people are 
are very salty because they're not getting a game exclusive. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can see some of the comments here are Xbox sided, but they're not wrong in what they say because yeah. <laughs> because of the situation. It... <laughs> uh, imagine being so immature and closed-minded about a person making a game for a company that they've actually worked with in the past numerous times. Mm -hmm. Just because your PlayStation players are being robbed blind for a gaming experience doesn't mean you all have to fuck it up for other console players. Yeah, Kojima also worked on Nintendo games. Are you going to cancel him for that too? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Remember Mel Mel Gear 1 came out and was it two? no just one I think came yeah, out. Yeah, I think it was the, one. Uh, NES. So. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, I mean I... like he <laughs> he has never been tied to one you know, console like yes, PlayStation is like where his console of choice obviously, but he's a Japanese publisher. You can hardly hold that against him if you want to make a game for a Japanese company slash console, you know. So that's it, you know. But still, it's like it's just ridiculous. And just because the, this is the last thing I want to say about this, just because mm -hmm. he's making an Xbox exclusive game does not mean everything else is canceled or put on hold right now. You can do multiple things at the same time. Right? Yeah. Granted, as you said, he has a small studio, so it's going to be a little more difficult for them. But it's not like everything else is canceled or put on hold. Like other games will come out for other systems after this. Yeah, and you could be this. working so. on like basically working on three games at once, like Bethesda's. Pretty much, because you know. they have announced what they their uh, timeline for the next big games are, and they're pretty much kind of laying out the line of this, 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 and. When writers are done with one game, they can go to the next one, and then, they, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Fanboys being fanboys. So that means people are being stupid. <laughs> this is why, this is, like, a good example why I hate fanboys. I don't hate, I shouldn't say that. That's too strong a word. I, I dislike fanboy. I, I like this. You don't like fanboyism. There you go. Exactly. There you go. That's that's one. I hate fanboyism. There you go. Um, Yeah, it's like, to me, it's like, just... Again, I hate I hate I don't like exclusives. I understand why they exist. I, I understand the need for them to exist, though. And there's not really much you can do about it. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is what it is. What it is. Move on, life. It's not like you can't buy <laughs> the other console if you really want to play the game. Yeah, I mean, if you can in, afford one, you can probably afford the, another one. Eventually. Yeah, and in in the future, I mean, since it. We'll say, at least for in this case, since it's Xbox, if in the future you got a different Xbox, you'll more likely be able to play it if it didn't get ported. Because Xbox is allowing you to, is completely backwards compatible <laughs> with, I think, all or almost every game that they've ever put on the Xbox. Uh, I know that not... there's definitely some exclu exclusions. They only have about half the original Xbox oh, I library. Oh, more than then... that. Hmm. I think it's only about half. And then the 360, they only they had to basically themselves make every game back hmm. into compatible. Yeah, they and had to do a lot of work. It's like hundreds of games of both retail and digital games. Yeah, but it's not it's not a comprehensive list of every game. But more well, than likely, if you want to play a game on the on from those two generations, you can. Yeah, they're start. they're getting there. If there's if they haven't uh, stopped it yet, they're still updating it here and there. So yeah, all right, but. Next news. So I want to go back to Diablo Immortal because even though I don't I want to play on stream, <laughs> I don't I, want I to do back. because this is yeah. fucking hilarious. Well, not for the guy that this happened I mean, to, of course. It, it is funny, but <laughs> so 
yeah, just like any good MMO, I guess. I guess this Immortal is now an MMO because apparently there's clans in the game. I, I didn't even get far enough for that feature to open up for me. But yeah, there's clans in this game. And again, I'm not sure how they work. I'm not here to report on that. That's not why I'm talking about this. But supposedly, according to um, the story that popped up, you have to at least pay some real-life money. Mm-hmm. You just shell out some money to start your own clan or guild. And I believe it can only have up to eight players in it, Chris. But these eight players are very intertwined with one another experiences, apparently. Like, uh, there are some raids you can only do with your clan or guild or whatever they call it. Um, and just the other things like that that make the perks playing together really swell apparently again i'm not here to to kind of uh comment on that but here's a funny story apparently there's different factions in the game in in the storyline that is there's a couple different ones but then a kind of a third one opens up later and it's called the shadows apparently i'm assuming this is like a very like evil faction that you can join for like if you want to like rp like oh now i'm a bad guy now and the diablo world. yeah like so you haven't gotten that far so you can't comment no. on exactly i didn't even know there's i didn't even know there's different factions or clans <laughs> yeah. i only played it the one day on the release day and i kind of just tossed on the shelf again i want to play through this at some point just to kind of get the story and get a max level character without paying money but aside from that i have no interest but anyways that's neither here nor there right now uh so what happened to this person was he paid money for a clan or a guild I, i'm just i'm just going to call it a clan at this point because that's yeah, yeah. what the, anyways so he played money for a clan he was the clan leader, mind you. Uh, he had a friend who told him, "Oh yeah, you should join. You should join the shadow faction." So he did. What did the game do? The game kicked him out of his own clan that he was the leader of and that he paid real life money for. And he was very confused. This is a bug. Like, what's going on? He found out later that eventually, um, if he joined the shadow faction, you can only join a clan and be part of a clan that is specifically a shadow clan. So like. Up until now, as far as gaming is concerned, whenever you as a player makes make a clan, it's not tied to any other in-game mm. faction or mechanics or anything like that. Now it is, apparently. Now, depending on which storyline faction you pick, you can't be part of the other two clans. Well, I guess that incorrectly. You, you, you can't be part of a clan that is part of one of the two other factions, like the two main ones. You, the clan you make for your real-life friends or other players... They all have to be shadows if you're a shadow. That's yeah. the only way. The other so thing... Kicked... Oh, go on. No, no, go ahead. So, so the other thing is that when he got kicked, he wasn't warned about it. It just exactly. quitted him. Yes. He complained to Blizzard. He, he talked to Blizzard tech support about, hey, there is no warning. There is no indication I was going to lose my clan that I paid real life money for to start. And yeah, they basically told him the TLDR of the... Con- like he posted this on Reddit mm. and the... TLDR was the game master said there's nothing they can do, yeah. essentially. Thanks for the money. Pretty much. And they pointed out if he wants to start a new clan, he can. <laughs> it's like, okay, well... I would have said, well, then give me my clan back because I spent money on it. But you, they can't because, <laughs> like, because he joined the faction. Like, when he made the clan, how would you make it a specific faction clan? And yeah, obviously they didn't fucking warn anyone about this. There's no reading about it so yeah so i can and they defended the game master defended it not really defended it but like that's how it was taken and saying well you know this is kind of like an intended game mechanic it's like oh you joined the shadow faction so now you kind of 
it's kind of like an RP thing, but it should never be an RP thing as for if it's going to cost you real life money. It's like, oh, you joined the Shadow Clan, you're evil now. Everyone dislikes you. Get kicked out of your clan. Yeah. It's like it's guilds like, and be, guilds and clans be should be separate. Like ones that you make yourself to be able to play with your friends should be completely separate from the in-game mechanics in a way, like stuff like that. Like if I joined, think of Final Fantasy fourteen. if I joined like in, was it one of the, uh, like the you know, you're forced to kind of choose a side or whatever, you know, whatever city you're in. I can't remember how it works. Anyway, if doing that kicked you out of your guild in fucking Final Fantasy fourteen, and you couldn't join another guild, unless if they're all uh, part of the red, uh, the red faction or the yellow faction. Army? Yeah, but you know what I mean, right? Like, that'd be so stupid. Like, everyone who's in Lamenta Lamonza, who's part of that group, has to be has to be part of all the guilds that are created in that city. That's it. Like, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, that. My God, this and they didn't give him have... a refund because, like, who takes? Well, I want to know, like, who took over as guild leader since he got kicked out of his guild? I one of the other players. Or did they know. shut down his guild? No, no, it didn't shut it down. It just gave leadership to someone else. Like that's. I... So someone got uh, a free guild out of this. Effectively. Well, <laughs> effectively, yes. So Unless if he can leave the shadows and then rejoin his guild. Mm -hmm. And then gets promoted back to guild leader because that's what he should be. So he posted this about nine days ago. I think it only picked up like half a week ago or so. Maybe a full week ago. Uh, yeah. As far as I know, I, I, I'm looking at the thread I checked earlier. I'm not seeing anything by the OP of the thread saying if this ever got resolved. Yeah, so, we don't see an update on it. <laughs> I hope, I hope that this raised enough of a stink because it is circulating some uh, some news sites right now, some gaming news sites. Mm. I hope this raised enough of a stink that they can either let him choose a faction again or give him his money back or something along those lines and that they put a warning in and that this never happens again because fuck that. Holy shit. That's... Yeah. That's ridiculously t evil of them to do. Like, uh, it, it should never be a surprise. When, when money is involved, you shouldn't have to, oh, by the way, we're going to keep your money and fuck you for your guild. You no longer can use it. Like, that's yeah. terrible. Yeah. I think the only way you can make the guild also in this is through real game money. I don't think you can spend in game currency for it. I could yeah. be wrong, but uh. not that that makes it any better. But no. like, even if he spent in-game currency that you accumulated normally, it would still be that currency lost. Like, it's shitty yeah. either way. It's sh it's the worst though, because he's lost real, real money, on something that they just go lol, just make a new faction, or new guild. I mean, because he joined this other faction that you didn't warn me about. Yeah, I hope yeah. I hope he gets uh, that's solved for him because this is definitely not solved at this point. That's not a good. I response. hope he stops playing the game because of that, but he probably won't. But no. I hope he doesn't if, spend real money on the game again. Look, if if he spent real money making a guild, he's probably playing the I, game right now. But I, yeah, I know, and he's already <laughs> I, spent money. He's probably going to spend money again. I know how it yes. works, unfortunately. Yes. But you know, was and this isn't, this isn't. Usually, this is a sort of situation, usually, where I'd say, haha, he spent money, gets fucked. But no, it's like, I don't blame him for this one. This is not his fault. He spent no. money on something he thought he was getting, which he did, but then he had to give it up because of storyline reasons, mm. without any warning or indication or hint. So, yeah, it's shitty. pretty shitty. So, um... if, was, if it would be like, oh, hey, 
gave real money for gear. And then three months later, Blizzard was like, oh, we're releasing new content, which has better gear than the gear you paid for. Then I'd be like, haha, because <laughs> you kind of knew what you're, you're getting yourself I into. Mean, this is just. Isn't that what they are going to be doing? <laughs> so. Well, you can you can never buy gear, only only like. All right. So you, you can't buy power, just power. Yeah. Just much. a different well, type of power. <laughs> yes. So anyways, uh, let's see. So we we'll got do a bunch really of announcements. Oh, yeah. The, just the whole. Uh, so Netflix revealed uh, the new Castlevania series, which I was not expecting. Yeah. Stars Richter Belmont. You were not really getting much of a trailer. It's just like him kind of like showing his back and looking back. It's him. Yeah, it's him the, being moody. With a vampire killer whip. So that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, as soon as I saw this, as soon as I saw which Belmont it was, which is Richter Belmont. I realized, because I am a Castlevania fan, like the video game one, I mean, um, mm. why they chose Richter. Do you know why, Chris? Like, like I, I know why automatically. Popularity. And Symphony, Symphony uh, of the Night. No. I, you're, you're not wrong that he's popular. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that's not the reason. Like, reason, I don't know if you have a different reason, but I would have like if i was to do a sequel from the next one it would have been richter i personally would have liked it to be simon, uh, simon because he's my boy but yes. richter is the next one he's the next one that i think a lot of people would think of as a castlevania character and it's one of the most popular castlevania games that he's in and so that's to me is why it's got uh but what is the reason you were thinking yeah, so Castlevania, is it three? I think it's three. It was the one where you play as um, Trevor, as the girl, what's her, oh, I forget her name. Saifa. Uh, Saifa, and you play as Ali Card as well. Mm -hmm. So in Symphony of the Night, the, the game where he plays Ali Card in Castlevania, in uh, Dracula's uh, Castle Castlevania, uh, guess who the Belmont is in that game? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's Richter. So now, because they brought Richter back here in the anime, they can reuse Alucard because he, he'll have gone asleep if it follows the game lore. He'll have gone asleep for all these years and be woken up recently. Mm. And that's why, because they, they want to bring back Alucard into the anime. I'm like, that's a perfect Belmont because Alucard was part of, uh, shit, the first, who's the first Belmont? Oh my God. Not not Simon, not Richter. Trevor? We, we, Trevor, I just said his name. Thank you. <laughs> he, was part of, he was part of Trevor's story. But yeah. now, since they brought back Richter, they're like, oh, we don't have to make another character. We have well, yeah. Richter, like you've, of the lore. You've got to you flow through through the generations with him. People will be excited to be able to see what has happened to him or how he has changed, if he has exactly. at all. Like, And he is a good character. So like, I'm excited to see what happened to him, how they'll change him. So That's where my thought was. I'm like, oh, they, they chose Richter specifically because... It, with, they don't have the, to model a new character. Shield. They already have the 3D made. <laughs> they they already have Ali Card. All, all good and set to go. He's his character's already established. They have all the work done. It's, it's yeah. all good to go. So that's that's why because um, Richter's first game was called Rondo of Blood. That's what that it was. Out, yep. That came out originally for uh, oh. PlayStation, but then they had like a ported down version for Super Nintendo called mm -hmm. Rondo of Blood X, I believe, or something like that. Dracula X or something. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, Dracula X, and then. Right after that series of events, what happens is he gets mind controlled. Who? But he, he, Richter. But okay. you, you don't know that. You don't know that when Cat when uh, Symphony of the Night. Oh, is that why? That's part of Symphony of the Night. Yeah, that's okay. part of Symphony of the, of the Night. 
So he gets mind controlled. He meets a couple of characters from Rondo Blood in Symphony of the Night, including Richter himself and Maria, although she's a little grown up from the from the mm. first game. So yeah, she. Uh, it's kind of like I don't want to say a continuation, but it's definitely like in terms of story, that's how it's supposed to flow. So yeah. I'm guessing we're going to. I never played Rondo Blood, so I'm guessing though we're going to play that or not play. We're going to be watching that unfold in this anime. Who knows? But uh, we'll see, because um, a lot of the stuff in especially the first two seasons of uh, the first series for Castlevania had a lot of elements pulled from the third game, from mm. Castlevania 3. So, yeah, I'm curious to see where they go with this. It's going to be really fun. I, I want to watch this on release date, Chris. <laughs> yeah, like I, we, we very much enjoyed the other one. So yes. this one will, I'm sure it'll be just as good. So... I don't remember if they announced how many episodes it's going to be, but it don't, yeah, it don't matter. And, you know, I was really not, oh, it's called Castlevania Nocturne, by the way, but uh, I was really not expecting another another series, because remember they said season four would definitely be the last, because... Well, the last with that uh, director. I was about to say that, because the yeah. director was going to be leaving the, the, the series, and they're kind of like, oh, okay, and then he himself said, yep, this is the last season. You won't get any more Castlevania on Netflix after this. And then now, oh, look, a new series. Okay, well, that was totally unexpected. I'll be honest. I was not expecting it, but it was a very happy uh, happy surprise. So I can't wait to see the first trailer. Well, yeah. The first, I like, can't wait. It's like a reveal trailer. Like I can't wait till, like, uh, when they do series four, we get Castlevania 64. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no? That's, that's maybe, what the series maybe, maybe they could animate it just like the 64 did at, like, five frames a second. I actually have never played the game. I have seen Angry Video Game Nerds review on it, so I kind of know what you're talking about, but I haven't it, played it myself. There's definitely some chuggage going on in that game. <laughs> definitely. If you were to play it, though, probably if, the, if an emulator can uh, up the... Uh, re- up, not the resolution, the uh, frames, that, that might be a better way to play it. <laughs> and so, uh, we had some other game announcements, because you said last week, like, this is supposed to be kind of like the E3 week or over the next two weeks. So since E3 is not yep. happening, all these companies come out and said, here's all the stuff that uh, was supposed to be announced during the time. So here's our uh, a, an update for is it Xbox and Bethesda's uh, kind of yep, E3 showcase. showcase. Like, I guess I don't know why what we would call it. I guess just showcase because it's not really E3. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I did watch most of this live. Um, I know last week I talked about this before we start this. I was very disappointed, not because of what they announced, but because I legitimately thought Goldeneye was going to get announced, as I said last week. Which oh, it did for, not. It didn't. It did not. So I was very disappointed that didn't get announced because it's obviously good to go. They're just choosing not to release it yet hmm. uh, for reasons we talked about last week. And then, oh, there's something else. It, Man, it's uh, it's on the tip of my brain, but uh, there's another game I was oh Banjo Kazooie got announced. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a very very strong rumor from a good source that a new Banjo or not necessarily a new Banjo Kazooie, but some sort of Banjo Kazooie news was going to be announced, and it, it never was. So that was a little bit of a disappointment as well. Oh jeez, I was I was wanting I love that series. Uh, I've I hundred percent all of them now to Rare Replay. That was a very fun game to play. Nice. Uh, yeah, so I really would like a new Banjo Kazooie because it's uh, it's a really good franchise. It's a very beloved franchise too, and yeah, really sad they didn't choose to talk about either one of those two games. So to me, I was disappointed. Even though there's some really good news from this conference or 
showcase. I was just disappointed that those two things were not in it, but it is what it is. But anyways, yeah, we can uh, start talking about this. Yeah, we like Chris. Just go through. Well, yeah, we're not going to go through everything. Just kind of bring up the stuff that we found interesting. So yeah, they showed. So... I'll start here. I think it was what a fifteen-minute video that I seen of uh, Starfield Bethesda's new, basically, Fallout Four slash Elder Scrolls in space. I flipped through it. I did because a lot of the video I've seen was a lot of who's the guy um, in charge of Bethesda. Oh, Todd Howard? Todd, a lot of it was Todd Howard talking. Like, I don't want to listen to Todd Howard talk. So I just fat, I skipped through the video to get to through to certain scenes, certain bases. It looks all right. Apparently, this supposed to be like a massive ship uh, customization in the game. So I've, so I've seen a bit of it and other stuff. I mean, it's going to be a lot of what I think people are expecting out of it. Elder Scrolls slash Fallout in space. Apparently, like, a ton like thousands or a thousand or thousands of planets a lot of them were supposed to be is it not pre-generated like uh not how do they say it how did no man's sky do it is it gonna be like that where a lot of them are just created on the fly i don't remember i never played the game so i'm not sure how that works or are they all handcrafted planets i don't remember anyway it's it's supposed to be quite massive and and such so I think I heard some people saying this is what uh, this is what No Man's Sky should have been on launch. Like that, that's kind of unfair to the small company <laughs> compared to Bethesda. But anyway, uh, I, it looks good. I have no interest in here, and for this game, I'm not saying it's going to be a bad game. I just mm. personally don't have an interest because I know how big it's going to be. And uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed. I mean, we already have Fallout in space. You know, the Outer Worlds, which came out like two or three years ago, which I very much enjoyed. It was free on Game Pass, so I gave it a try. And it's it's basically Fallout Vegas, Fallout New Vegas yeah. in space. I'm going to have to play it. People. It's, I can almost guarantee I'm going to like that game better than this one. Because oh, that, that game had very, like, it's not like a thousand different planets. It's like, here's a planet. Here's where you can explore. Here's the map. It's like a square. Yeah, They're it's... pretty small, but there's a lot of them. Right, mm. it's not like Fallout where like it's a massive fucking map and they're subdivided into different squares, like, grids, and all that. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Here, here's one small grid, explore it. Oh, okay, here's another small grid. You know, it's very easy to, to keep track of because I like to explore everywhere and do all the quests and find all yeah. the hidden stuff. So for someone like me, it's it's I just that's the way I prefer things. Yeah. So but I'll be keeping an eye on it. I don't know if well, I'll more likely be getting the game at some point. I just don't know when. <laughs> we'll see when on game pass oh uh something i really want to mention before we continue mm. is they announced at the very start that every single game shown in here will be out within the next 12 months yep every single game that's so that's something to keep in mind yeah i think i do believe that they've that bethesda said starfield will be next year i don't think they had the official it's plans it was initially planned for November of this year, but recently slipped into the first half of 2023. So by this time next year, yeah. it should be out. Delays are so, delay delay your shit if it's gonna come out better. We we don't want broken ass games coming yeah. up. So the next one I'll bring up here is the game that got announced right after that, uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song. So this has been a game five years in the making. I know when mm -hmm. I announced that my my Discord with some people in there kind of blew up a little bit. Uh, this game has not had a release date for quite a while. This game was originally DLC yep, for the first Hollow Knight, for, uh, but they made it its own game. And that was like five years ago. 
we're, we're actually past the five-year mark already. So the fact that it was shown here was a delight in and of itself. But the fact that remember what they what I just said, twelve next or in the next twelve months this game will be out, and people were really speculating that on um, on Twitter to like, okay, well this you don't you guys don't make this game, but does that apply to this game too to Silk Song? And Xbox tweeted, yep, that's what we said, and I kind of posted that on my Discord as well. So they themselves, Xbox has confirmed on behalf of Team Cherry that this game will be out in the next twelve months. So yeah. we don't have an exact release date, but we do have a time frame for one. So holy shit, I like I'm uh, excited to play this game. I like that it was DLC for the first game, and then they just kept adding more and doing more to the game. Said this is too big to be DLC <laughs> for everything we want to do with it, so we have to make this its own game. Sorry, everyone. And then, I guess, kind of just buckled down for the next, you said, five years. And I'm glad it's going to come out. I can't wait to see see gameplay of it. I'm going to have to play uh, the first one at some point. It's, as you know, I, I recently 100%ed it on my stream. Like, when I say 100%ed, I'm like all achievements, even getting the Pantheon of the Hollow Knight, yeah. which, which took half, if not a full week of grinding on stream to do. I played every day. I, I think from Monday to Friday, I played every day. No, it was Sunday to Sunday to Saturday. I played every day on stream except for like for a Wednesday because of, of our podcast. Yeah, just just grinding it out, practicing, and holy shit, that's one of the hardest things I've done in the game. But it's <laughs> so satisfying to have done that now. And yeah, I can't wait to play this game. Well, uh, this is going to be on Game Pass and definitely something I'll be picking up. But over to you, Chris. Yeah. Uh, what were the other ones? I mean, new Forza. Yeah, Forza Hot Wheels apparently. I'll just mention those for those who like that. Mm-hmm. Naraka is uh, a Naraka is a PvP game. Online. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a it's on PC already. I know this game has uh, most critical play a bit of it. I think it was this one, and he's got some insane customization. You can really like character customization. You can make some real freaks in this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can actually already install this on my console on Game Pass. It doesn't let you play it, but like, it's interesting. Like, like, you could probably make Donkey Kong in this game. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, like, oh my God. I don't know about body proportions, but I know facial. Holy crap. It, it is insane what you could do with it. If this That's is the crazy. one I'm thinking of. I hope it is, because it's worth it just to see some videos of customized character creation in this game. Huh. <laughs> but yeah, it's okay. a it's a multi, kind of like... M- uh, big air quotes on MMO because your characters level up and you gain abilities and such and new weapons, but it's big PvP, so that's mm. coming to consoles. That's awesome. Uh, let's see. Next up, we have uh, Pentiment, which is an Obsidian detective game. Now, I've never played LA Noir. I actually have it. I just haven't. LA Noir is good. Yet. But yeah, that seems like my my story game because I am into the whole Phoenix Wright mm. game. So. Like something I would this, very much enjoy. So, I didn't watch the trailer, RPG, I but I did fast. Like I didn't watch it all. I fast forward through a lot of these, but it's like side scrolling kind of. It looks. Uh, how would you say the art style is? Uh, hand drawn, very much so. Um, I don't. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Very I, very much like South Park in that, not in, in art style terms, but in terms of like. An arm can move independently on the rest yeah, of the body. Yeah, that's looks like looks like it's very like a self uh, very like old, kind of old flash looking art style. Yeah, kind of. I I, I thought that this was uh, looking a bit more historical, but I was thinking differently in my head. But yeah, it's 
I don't know if I'll play this. I'll definitely look look take a look at this. I'm sure I know someone who's gonna be playing through a bit of it. And I'll make my judgment there if I wanna pick it up at some point. But it looks cool. It's nice to see Obsidian put something out. It's weird that it's not quite an RPG, like as what they're known for, right? But uh it, it looks like it could be pretty cool. Next game, yeah. Ground is getting full release on consoles. Yeah, this isn't a game I played, but uh, it's something I've been interested in. Uh, it's on Game Pass as well. Um, yeah, Basically, it's the kids, yeah. And it's four-player co-op online where you build bases and you can ride ants and that sort of game. So, yeah. I've seen a lot of this cool. and knowing that full release, like I think, is it full release on PC right now? But it's... Uh, is it? I'm not I sure. I don't remember, but if not... I don't think it is. If it's getting full release on, on Xbox, that means if it's not a full release yet on PC, it should be coming soon. So okay, good. so this this next oh. one we have a lot to talk about. So oh, oh. Persona, Persona three, four, and five are coming to not just Xbox but Game Pass as well. And Xbox has never had a Persona game. Now, now you have. I never have played to Persona. Play. I've never played Persona anything. As soon as they announced this, I looked into. It, I'm like, okay, which which systems were Persona one and two for? And they're both for PlayStation one apparently. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I. I'm the sort of person, and I've said this multiple times, I need to play games in order. I need to get the story of the first two games before I can jump into the third one here. You could also so I, play, I'm very torn. You could also play uh, a P1, P2, P3 Portable, which is being, which is what's in this collection. Or not collection, but no, 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 in no, this no. announcement. No, no. This announcement has three, four, and five. I know. Just, you could okay. play P1, P2, P3 Portable, which is in this collection or in this announcement, and P4 the Golden, which is also oh no P4, sorry, P1, P2, and P3 Portable. You can put play those on the PSP as well. And P4 the Golden was a Vita game. I don't have a PSP. Or it was ported talk. to. Specifically, the Golden was Vita. So if you don't know, like they usually release these games as like Persona One, Persona Two, Persona Three, then they'll do an update to them starting with three. Where they went from three FES or Fez to three portable, uh, Persona Four to Persona Four the Golden, and then P Five the Royal. Yeah, they usually have big updates to them. So, mm-hmm. and now that they're coming so... to Game Pass, you can play them. I've I'm halfway through P One, but they are really good, really good characters, really really awesome music in these games. They're good. I... <laughs> I don't have access to P1 or P2, so that's the only thing that would hold me back. And and P5 is coming out first, so now, it's coming out oct- in October, actually. And the uh, other two don't. Yeah, that that is unfortunate that they are, but they do say they'll be coming out in the year. So if that yep. means that all three of these games are out in the next year, my big hope for this is that these will get peace. Like uh, P4 Golden is on Steam right now, but I want and I don't remember if the Royal is. But I want the Royal and P3 to come to Steam. And I hope this means next year we'll get an announcement of P1 and 2 remasters. Yes. Because I want be nice. those to come out on anything other than, you know, I don't want them locked to PlayStation and uh, and uh, the PSP. So release them out so people can play them. People love, like, especially with the P4 and when P5 came out, like, they got huge, huge reps here in North America. Like lots of people finally discovered the series. So <laughs> I know what the series is about. You're just a bunch of high schoolers having to balance 
killing demons or whatever, like otherworldly threats along with like your social life mm -hmm. and, and school That's and jobs. That's what and... really happened with but... P4 and 5. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'll enjoy that aspect, but we'll see. I'll, I'll give it. I'll give but it a fair shake. P one that I know from that, like I'm halfway through that one. P one uh, isn't usually isn't more like that. It's you're a bunch of high school kids who got powers somehow, and then and now you're battling demons, but you you're not really balancing social life. So that was the thing that started up. I want to see in P four, maybe P three, but I don't know that one for sure. So that's kind of like a new aspect, the whole social gimmick of the game. Okay. But so I know definitely one and two are more traditional RPGs that you would think, but it does have like, you know, you go to school, you go to these places in Tokyo or whatever city you're in and stuff like that. So because they try to balance, put the games in real world uh, cities. So. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But they're um, good. Looking forward to that. Uh, we talked I... about. <laughs> Videos game coming yep. up on Xbox. Um, next up here is Plague Troll, well, Plague Tale Requiem coming out. Um, so this is a game that was on my radar ever since I watched Jim Sterling's. I think it was, I think it was for 2020 2021, his end of the year uh, game awards that he had, and he said, "Oh, Plague Tale is a good game." And I, I looked at that, I'm like, "Oh, it looks pretty good." Mm. I played it on Game Pass, and it is a really good game. So I will be playing the second one on Game Pass um, definitely. So I haven't seen the trailer. I think I was like taking a drink. I'm like, I don't need to watch this. I can watch it later. I know I'm already going to be playing this at yeah, some point. I didn't um, watch it either because from what I've heard, it's just more Plague Tale. So that's yeah. good. <laughs> so, but oh, God, I forget her name, the, the main girl. It starts with an A, I think, but Amnesia? No, so anyways. Uh, Sobo? No. No. But anyways, uh, this game, when I saw it, I'm like, oh, there's like a lot of rats. It's, it's not so much a horror game. I would argue it against... I would argue against it being a horror game. It's more so a stealth and not necessarily combat oriented game, but you have to like, you know, there's lots of sections where you, you know, you have to like have fire and like it's going to run out. You have to like go right path through the rats. Mm. Uh, it's the storyline is kind of bizarre, but it, it, it was good. Um, <laughs> yeah, it definitely yeah. gets a little weird in the, and, the end. <laughs> yeah, there's the combat. It's like you're like she uses a slingshot. So you have like maybe like a couple shots and you're out. So you have to like really be careful how you use your your items in the game uh, until you can there's like a crafting table but you have to you know be careful because like up until like you craft your first like pouch you only have like two or three shots i think mm. so uh it's 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 very much not not horror but it does have horror elements in it if that makes sense yeah yeah uh it definitely does another game i guess that's kind of like on my radar just from the look of it uh it's called scorn and okay. it's got definitely a horror element to it. It looks like it was penned or like, like drawn by uh who's the guy that does the oh uh HR Geiger. Okay. Geiger, I mean sorry, not Geiger. But yeah, it's it it looks it, it's a first person like horror themed game that definitely looks like it was made by him. I'm like, oh this like I'm not good at first person shooters, but I'm gonna have to look at this when it comes out and i, was, I, I was may take say, it up you too can save money with geico that's all <laughs> <laughs> no that is a lot you call them you, you call them guy geiger, uh, geiger. Ge yeah oh <laughs> i got it anyways yeah but yeah score looks looks cool uh, uh let's see 
so I'm not, I don't ever play these games, but it's cool that uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator is going to have a Halo Pelican in it now. That's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the Pelican is. It's just like their transport ship, pretty much. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. I... like imagine a transport ship from a game. I'm it's sure like... if I saw it in the game, I'd be like, oh, that thing. Because <laughs> I'm sure I've seen it. You probably have, yeah. Uh, that's all I have to say about that. That doesn't really interest me, honestly. When yeah. I play the game, uh, Overwatch Two. <laughs> we talked about that. How Overwatch Two isn't really a sequel, but it should uh, have been just an update to the game. Yeah, whatever. It's, it's coming uh, out this early fall. Access. Oh, early access and this fall and October. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online is getting a new expansion. Nothing new that comes out with like two or three expansions per year. Fallout <laughs> Yeah, the high aisle. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Fallout seventy six also get an expansion, so that's going. You strong. get to go to the pit. That's cool. Yeah, that's that's that was. I don't remember if you remember, but that was a really good DLC for mm -hmm. Fallout three. The pit. Yeah. Uh, there was like I I'm trying to remember like you had to collect so many steel bars for something, and then there's also like something to do like a child that could not be infected by the by the kind of radiation yeah, I, for some reason. I don't remember exactly all you did, but I like the pit DLC. It was, cool. it was really good. It was really good. But those who don't um, know, the pit is Pittsburgh. <laughs> In the apocalypse, they just shorten yeah. it to the pit. So the pit. Yeah. Uh, so this is probably. I'm not sure if this is interesting, interesting for you, Chris. But Sea of Thieves, they announced season seven. They had a sea shanty about you. Can, you know, they a, guy, a real life guy was singing about. Oh, you can like name your ships now, and <laughs> it's kind of funny because it was like a very meta song. Like they're talking like to you as the viewer. So. Oh. So you can now name your ship like Body McBoatface if you want it. <laughs> yes, you should definitely. It's only a two-minute trailer. You should definitely watch it because I know you yeah, played the I, game. Yeah, we never. I never really finished the stories in that because we kind of started up like the uh, Captain Jack uh, storyline, but okay. we never like finished it because we don't. It takes a long time to do some of the stuff, and we don't exactly have like a few hours, me and Rob, to be able to play through this. So unfortunately, mm -hmm. it takes us a long time to get through anything. But I'm sure I'll have to tell him some. I'll tell him or link him the trailer for this. So we'll end up playing Sea of Thieves again at some point. Don't ask me why I triggered my my memory this way. But when I saw this, I'm like, oh, Chris. I mean, you still need to find out how to beat that fucking town. And what's that game called? Some Lineage Two? Not not Lineage Two. Uh, something Two. Oh, not Two. Wasn't it the first one? In was it the first one? Okay, this... yeah, you're right. Divinity Original Divinity Sin. Divinity Original like Sin. God, we had to figure out how to beat that. We're so stuck. We talked to everyone. We checked the quest log. I don't know what we're missing. We can't. We can't progress with the game. Yeah, I and know usually, we're missing something. I've I've never been stuck in a game like this my entire life, and the fact that's two of us makes me feel <laughs> more stupid now because the two of us can't figure out together. So it's kind of like, oh man. So yeah, we we're trying not to look anything up, but we can't figure out what to. Do. Anyways, that's well. Maybe we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, uh, of course, Diablo 4. Yeah. So well, Diablo sorry, 4. not of course. They didn't even really announce that. I got confused with the mobile game again. Oh, okay, yeah. Diablo, so Diablo 4, 4. They announced the last class, which is Necromancer, so that all five classes on launch have been announced. Uh, oh. I'm just going off of memory. Yeah, Necromancer is the newest one. So, of course, Barbarian was the first. It, you know, look. Barbarian, like barbarian Sorceress. But he doesn't need to be in every single fucking game. <laughs> was it Barbarian you know? Sorceress, Monk, Hunter, and... No. No. Um, so there is a Druid. 
the druid is one of the classes. Okay. The necromancer, barbarian, uh, sorceress, or wizard, I forget which one. And I forget the fifth one, but I don't think it was monk. Hmm. Maybe it was? I don't think it was. I forget. I, I thought this was, was the first trailer showing off a character, and that this was the oh, first so announced character. Rogue. Rogue. So rogue daggers. Diablo 1. Yeah, and bows. So nice. Rogue from Diablo 1. Not the same care not the same like character, because the same character was a Blood Raven in Diablo 2 who you kill like the second quest of the yeah, game. Yeah, but yeah, uh yeah. So rogue, barbarian, necromancer, druid, and wizard slash sorceress, whatever. Yeah, because they're not gonna get rid of that class. <laughs> yeah. So I honestly the druid and the rogue seem like the most fun to me because we haven't had them. Well, Druid's brand new. Actually, no, 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 no. Yeah, no druid. Like druid. What am I talking about? Yeah, there was a build you so, could do with Druid and ship yeah. and or ship shifting. So yeah. So yeah. Um I'm cur- I'm curious to see I'm curious to see the rogue. Something about else. I don't remember what it was when I watched this trailer. Something about the trailer. Oh, yeah. So he resurrects a guy at the beginning of the trailer, cuts off his head, skins it so he could take the skull. I'm like, why did you have to resurrect him for this? Why did you go through know. the because and he even he goes like half the trailer is him making a sigil around the body, resurrecting it, and cutting oh, off his head. You're talking about the very first one, right? Yeah, of the of okay. the of the uh, no of this trailer of the Diablo Four oh. one, because he does that. Okay. He 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 makes a big sigil, resurrects one body, cuts its head off after it resurrects, and then you assume that skull is what he makes for his uh, charm. Yeah. And then at the end of the trailer, he just summons like 40 skeletons and okay, things. I'm that... like, why did you go through? Why did you resurrect him? Just cut off his head. You could have done that already. And and why did you why did you have to go through that whole thing? If you could just raise your hand and summon all these skeletons at once at the end of the trailer. That's, that's <laughs> why it threw me off because he said him, but it was a female. Necromancer. Oh, sorry. Whatever. I... No, yeah, that, no, that, that's why it threw, that's why I thought you were talking about the first trailer. So, yeah, yeah no whatever. Worries. I anyway it but yeah that that trailer i'm like what was the point so it made me laugh I'm like why what <laughs> you know yeah anyway. um so i watched the gameplay trailer and man it doesn't seem like they're trying to make like diablo into wow because there's like you can like go places and you can see other players and they said in the event and they showed it off there's like some big random events in the middle of the world that you can choose mm. to participate in and like other players would you know be there as well you can kill a big ass demon and stuff like that i'm so like this, this is just seems like this just seems like an mmo at this point so this is gonna be the precursor to diablo online that's pretty much world of warcraft already <laughs> well yeah but you know what i mean like that, that that's what they're gonna call it is like diablo online or uh world of diablo <laughs> whatever garbage name you come up with who knows <laughs> uh let's see was there anything else you want to bring up in these next few uh, i'm scrolling through nothing else that really caught my eye there's like some nice little games here and there but oh I think, uh I, I was say, okay like kind of near the end well no actually it's not near the end is but, that like a dynasty warrior sort of game there was something about it I was going to bring up. Okay. It's um, made I by Team Ninja. It it looked like, you know, a Team Ninja game. It almost looked like Diablo Souls, Dark Souls-ish kind of combat, but not really. But it's just had a nice flashy trailer. I thought this was Wukong, the Chinese game that was being made. You know, the one with okay. the Monkey King. 
but it's not. Yes. It's Wolong, but yeah, with Goku. But this <laughs> looked kind of cool. I'll keep an eye out on this when it comes out. It looks like okay. it could be a, uh, a nice high, uh, high action uh, dragon hunting game? Question mark. Anyone? Look cool. So here's something that I think it's worth bringing up, even though we're both literally not fans of these games. So Riot Games are bringing all their games to Game Pass owners with all champions unlocked. So that includes League of Legends with all. And you mm. know how many champions are in that game and how much it would cost? Like they have a weekly rotation. I know, yeah, yeah. but still, like all champions unlocked is a big deal. That's probably going to piss a lot of PC players off. I'm, I'm mobile. Yeah, so they have a mobile version, I believe, called Wild Rift. Oh uh, yes, was, yeah, I, yeah, they and do. Then, they have a game called Legends of Runeterra. I have no idea what that is. Team Fight Tactics. No idea what that is. Valorant. I've heard of. I think Runes of Legends of Runeterra is a card game. I think Team Fight Tactics is a team. What's it called? Like a where you every turn you get to select a hero or a couple creatures oh, and then they fight uh, like auto battle. Auto battle. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's okay. what it is. But I could be wrong. Anyway. So yeah. Pretty interesting to see, and like most of these things are going to be for PC or mobile, but but for Game Pass on there. But still, pretty interesting to see that they oh, did this. Yeah, and you know, it's not like they're going to be losing a lot of money on this if their games, because I think a lot of their games are free to play anyway. But even if they cost money, they make their money off of skins. So and of buying champions themselves, which you get for free. Mm, in this yeah, version. So, so it'll just all be skins. I must show like just how many people just buy skins and wait for the free rotations, oh, and stuff like that, right? Like yeah. <laughs> so there's there's the game I also want to bring up. Uh, it's called uh, High on Life. Uh, it's made by the creator of Rick and Morty. Oh yes, yeah, okay. Name. I forget his last Royally? name. Royal uh, is that it? Yeah, I think so. Yes. When I first saw this trailer, I'm like, what the hell game is this? And then the, his gun was like, like literally like, if you watch a trailer, like the gun, there's like a face on this part talking back to him. I'm like, that's fucking Morty. That's yep. he, he didn't even just tried to disguise his voice. That's literally Morty's no, voice. He's I'm just like, doing the voice, but it's Justin Rowland. Yeah, yeah that's it. it's some weird first person shooter where you're on alien planets and your guns are actually aliens and they can talk to you. Yes. And comment so, about what's going on. It looks, I guess, weird, but it seems to have the same humor-ish as Rick and Morty, because it's the same creator, right? So Yeah. I'm curious to see what happens with this, like, more so because it's it's Justin Rowland more than anything else. Like, what the hell is he doing with this game? Like, I'm yeah. curious to see. I would like to see uh, more of a, a little bit more gameplay trailer, and I would like to see a more story trailer to see what the hell the story is supposed to be, because... I don't know if I'll buy it. It might stay on my radar, but it's definitely interesting. I will keep an eye on this one. <laughs> yeah, I, I will too. Um, it's coming out on Game Pass, so I, I have nothing to lose. Uh, Minecraft Legends is a new Minecraft game that they announced. It's apparently a uh, action strategy game, so I guess like a start, like a real time strategy game is what yeah, they're trying to say. So it's... they. They already have Minecraft Dungeons, which is like basically a Diablo game, like yep. loot and all that. And then this game is more so strategy, like tower defense or something along those lines. I, I have no idea. But they show like creepers and they show like a big base. So that uh, my first thought went to tower defense because they show like a bunch of creepers coming I, in waves. So I'm like... It might be kind of that. And also like you build your own base, then you can recruit a bunch of creatures like almost Pikmin-esque or... Um... What the hell's the game called? Um, shit. 
remember what the other game was. There was one... Anyway, we'll say Pikmin-like, but not really. You're recruiting a bunch of people, then you go attack a base to tell them, you attack here and you attack there. So there's a bit of, like, base uh, defense and base uh, uh, attacking at the, and base management and resource stuff all going on at the same time. I don't know if it's multiplayer or how, or if it's only multiplayer or not, but... I would imagine it would be. All Minecraft games so far have been multiplayer, so I, well, I imagine... Well, I so. mean, like, whether or not there's going to be, like, a single-player aspect to it, or if it's only multiplayer. That's what I mean. Okay. Uh, and um, yeah. Arc 2 announced. And with I... this announcement, Arc 1 is going to be free. <laughs> Wait, did, did they announce it today? I thought they already got announced in the past. Well, did, did, did they announce it for this If showcase? it was announced before this is the first time i've seen it with vin diesel riding a giant dinosaur yeah because I, I remember i remember in the past a few months ago reading about vin diesel being in arc 2 so maybe that was more of a leak maybe i'm just misremembering things i don't know if it's okay. actually him but it definitely looks like vin diesel <laughs> but if it was announced it's... before whatever but th this is the big one that is you know on yeah. game pass and the first games are free they're free on the free on i guess steam because i've seen it on there yeah it's been given away for free on some bundles and such mm -hmm. or not free but as part of bundles and the new map or the latest map i get is free as well so i'm gonna have to check this game out because it's basically conan exiles with dinosaurs yeah pretty much um so... and without the nudity i guess too <laughs> but uh yeah i don't think this yeah. game has nudity like conan does no <laughs> so. but uh yeah this yeah i mean that was honestly i can't say i can't objectively say that was a bad showcase but there was really a bunch aside from like silk song and maybe one or two other games i mentioned along, along the way after that i don't there's really not that much for in, for me again sad, yeah. banjo wasn't it or goldeneye those yeah were the two it I was, was like eight or so games that we can't pass by because we're like we don't know much about these or have no interest so there's definitely been a lot more games intro or that were talked about during the press mm -hmm. conference so go check them out i'm sure they've all been leaked on twitter or all shown off on twitter and youtube and such so go seek them out and i think that's it for us unless if you have anything else to say uh no i think i think that was uh that's that's a wrap that was a successful episode i think and yeah uh i know tomorrow they're gonna have a fall fantasy 7 remake 25th anniversary celebration or something along those lines I'm, and i find that very suspicious because i'm like why would you have a press conference for one of your games not 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 a franchise for one specific game so we'll see what happens because they don't want I'm, you to forget but don't yeah. worry final fantasy remake 2 is coming out in four years you have Again. to remember it exists yeah, they're definitely going to talk about part two. I'm like this is that. this is probably coming with an announcement of the remaster of Final Fantasy Remake One. Yes, like I <laughs> I am not I am not like expecting anything of substance from part two. I know it will be discussed, but what I'm looking for, and again, this has been rumored, but after breaking my heart with the whole goal my thing, I'm not expecting anything at this point. Uh, it's it's been a rumor that, and there's has been some evidence mm -hmm. again. That uh, Final Fantasy Remake Integrate Part 1, or like the whole co collection, or whatever you call it, will come to Steam and Switch and, well, maybe not Switch, but to Xbox at least. So other other consoles, yeah. other systems. So I'm hoping for that because that I know right now it's on Epic. I don't want to buy on Epic, and I'd rather buy on Steam or 
on the Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't I don't have a PlayStation, unfortunately. Yeah. So I will love to see that. And there has been rumors for those two things. So we'll see if that happens. Uh, there has been Steam listing in the, in the database for Seven Remake for quite a few months now. That's not old. That's not new news. As well as uh, PlayStation Store has a section called Exclusive on PlayStation. And quite recently, they took out the Final Fantasy VII Remake out of that category. So, make mm. that what you will. So, yeah. there has been some evidence that it will be coming to other you systems. Know, it's, so. it's hard not to pick it up even if it's even when it goes cheap because I've been waiting. I will wait. Like, I want to wait until it's 100% complete before I start playing it. But yep. it, it'll be hard. Like, by the time they're finished it, I might as well wait for the finished collection of the remasters of all the versions of it because it's going to take that long. It's going to be like another console generation before the game's finished. Yeah, I mean, I waited two years and I've been remained relatively spoiler-free. There's one major spoiler I know that happens mm. in the game. But aside from that, I've been remaining relatively spoiler-free. I can wait as long as I need to at this point. Oh, yeah, but you know years. what I mean. Like, even not yeah. playing it, like, you see the game for, like, 20 bucks on a Steam sale, and you're like... <gasps> well, for $20, I would jump on that. Yeah, but yeah. when you know they're going to do a remaster of it in the future, and probably do what they did with Dragon Quest on PC, which was, oh, here's yeah. Dragon Quest Eleven. Here's Dragon Quest Eleven upgrade. You can't upgrade your original version. You have to buy this new one. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. So, yeah, you know but, uh... Square would do that again. <laughs> so... That's my that's my fear that I don't want to buy it and then know a newer version is coming out with the updates, and then that old version will be pointless, right? They should at least allow you to convert your save file from one or the other, which they, I know they probably don't on the Steam version for Dragon Quest. Yeah, there are probably... ways for you to do it as a player, but I'm saying they should have allowed you to do that. Yeah, I mean I'm not buying that updated version of Dragon Quest in general because I've got that version on Switch, so it may yeah. not be as high res, but I have it. I could play 2D on mode on that. Anyway. I think, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it for us guys. So Chris, where can people find you? Find me and this podcast at uh on Wednesdays at about six uh, mountain time. Six mountain time, eight eastern standard time, and five Pacific time. Yeah, I'm bad with with time zones. <laughs> anyway. Um uh, you can find me here sometimes if I ever get back to streaming, but I'll be at uh, Prince underscore Kaboom on Twitch and uh, Twitter at C-S-C-H-A-B-A-N-G. It's C-Shebang and Instagram. If I ever do anything on there at uh, Chris Shebang. So it's pretty much the same thing as my Twitter or close to it. So should be too hard to find. Uh, I'm not really doing much on YouTube's. Unfortunately, not yet. I just haven't had time. Uh, but if you wanted to see, mostly that's been re-uploads of the Twitch channel. So that's Mr. Prince Kaboom on YouTube. Yeah. And where can they find you, Sean? So I do have a Twitch channel, um, Zorb underscore Zex, same handle for my Twitter. Um, I, I have been doing it twice a week now, but that's, that'll increase starting next week to at least three times a week. I'll be on there. Uh, currently, you're playing, we just started Fallen Fantasy V Pixel Remastered, 100%. I've been doing 100% of all the Fallen Fantasies, and that's the uh, the last Pixel remaster of that collection that I'll need to max out. So, pretty excited um, to continue that. Tomorrow, I'll be on playing that new Turtles game, Shredder's Revenge. Definitely, I'll try and play at least six hours of that. 
once I get off of work. Uh, viewers slash friends are welcome to play. I'm going to try and get a bunch of people, including yourself, Chris, to play tomorrow if you guys want. Um, and on Friday, we have FNAF Fridays. I'm going to complete FNAF 6. We'll get the last ending we're missing and a couple of miscellaneous achievements, and then we can move on to Help Wanted after that. Not necessarily tomorrow, or on Friday, rather, but yeah, maybe we'll play some uh, Dead by Daylight on Friday, Chris. Not sure if you have that day off, but... Mm, not we'll off, no. We don't get days off. <laughs> but uh, maybe if I'm playing before work and you see okay. me on, just shoot me a message. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. But So that's the, that's the plan for me, for my schedule. Um, next week, we'll have more Fall Fantasy. I really want to get back into that. I want to get five done, and I want to start 10-2 over again because it was like a year since I last played, so I just want to kind of start fresh. And yeah, that's uh, that's the games I'll be playing on stream. Um, we might do another for game or two I have in the works. Um, I still want to do my my one year anniversary, which I'm a little late for. I'm like a month late for it now, but I have been really busy with work mm. with, amongst other things. So yeah, um, so that's still in the works. I'll probably have to brainstorm because I've been trying to brainstorm by myself and I'm kind of out of ideas. So I'll probably have to try and get some ideas from elsewhere, which I don't like doing, but it is what it is. But yeah, uh, that's that's why I've been going, what's been going on in my channel. And yeah, you're more than welcome to join. I'd love to see you on there. But with that, I think we are done for this episode, Chris. So thank you guys once again for tuning in. We yep. appreciate it. And we'll see you next week. Yeah, take care, everyone. Bye. Take care.